Tonight's episode of the Tuesday Night Cigar Club is brought to you by Drew Estate. Come experience the rebirth of cigars at www.drewestate.com and download the free Drew Diplomat smartphone app today to discover nearby retailers, RSVP to special events, redeem points to win exclusive Drew Estate merchandise, and much, much more. Good evening, brothers and sisters of the Leaf. Coming to you live once again from the corner of No Hope, it's the Tuesday Night Cigar Club Podcast. Tonight the gang pickles their livers and protects their private parts as they talk their way through the hilarious 2018 Netflix comedy, The Package, while chugging an inhuman amount of hop stupid IPA from Lagunitas Brewing Company, paired with two delicious variations of the Neanderthal cigar from Romacraft Tobacco. Sounds like we're in store for one hell of a good time, folks. So sit back, light them up, and enjoy the show. A uh, quick show correction before we get started. Uh, and there's a lot of stuff in the news going on now where they the news gets called out for being being wrong, and they they don't come out. You know, they kind of bury their corrections or their apologies. I'm gonna come right out front. And address it. Big of you. I was wrong. An attentive audience member has brought to my attention that Lorena Bobbitt, Lorena Bobbitt, cut off her husband's pecker with a knife. She did not, in fact, bite it off and possibly eat it, as I may have implied on the last episode. Uh, so, my apologies. It was not, in fact, a case of biting off a dick. But, by bringing all this up, my streak of mentioning eating dicks has reached three straight episodes. Suck it, Tom Brady. Three straight Super Bowls? No. How Great, did it come up in the last show? Greatest podcast host of all time. I salute you. Um, you know, I decided I don't want to know. We're talking about me eating that bag of dicks. And speaking of eating bag of dicks, and then I mentioned, Doc, you and I were talking about the, the penis transplant and how that works, and there's a whole riveting discussion. Okay. But I'm you know what? A little disappointed tonight, I missed that one. This is a new episode. Let's not talk about dicks tonight, okay? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. Welcome, everybody, to the Tuesday Night Cigar Club, episode 87. 87. 87. 87. A good number. Michael Irvin, Dallas Cowboys, 87. He was 88. Uh, 88. He was 88. His rookie year was 87. Now he's no. been number 88 his entire tenure with the Dallas Cowboys. Wasn't he 88 in Miami? 
I don't know what he was in Miami, but he was 88 with the Cowboys. <laughs> His grandmother's 87 years old today. Happy birthday, Grandma. You're pulling that out of your ass. Uh, Bring on Grandma, Scott. Grandma Irvin, happy birthday. All right, yeah, I am pulling out my ass, all right? It's been a long day. I'm just ready to drink some beer. Has, and anybody, some worn, has anybody good worn 87? Alvin Harper. He was 85. What so, was no on both counts. Yeah. Well, I think the it sort of answers itself. We would know if someone had worn 87 because we would know their name. There's been no good 87. Steve Largent. Dude, good call, Cade. Steve Largent. Am I right? And once again, roll with it. <laughs> roll I with mean, it. I Go mean, like, yeah, take that, Doc. See, when you're not here, they don't call me on that shit. No, you just went, you, am I right? <laughs> you just kind of roll with it. Well, I couldn't believe it. Well, that's because, you know, when he's not here, all you do is talk about dick. So thankfully he's here, and we're not going to have to listen to that. No dick talk tonight. All right. Uh, I didn't drive all this way to get told there's going to be no dick talk. I uh, know the feedback has been unanimous. They love the dick talk. Really? Man, I, that's, that's what my analytics are showing me. Of course you're What, what, what analytics are those? Uh, that's right. <laughs> the schematics. The numbers. The the numbers. Yeah. The the digital schematics. Yeah. The pie charts. And graphs. Pie charts and graphs. Uh, welcome everybody. Uh, it's our second episode of the new year. Um, I'm just gonna get right down to brass tax night. You tut unless you got something. Yeah, you, I got you, some, you, yeah, you yeah, jumping yeah. over in your seat out there. Yeah, I got some notes. I got some notes. Uh, so if you want to give your loved ones a batch of cigars for Valentine's Day, because nothing says I love you like Sweet Baby Jane bought from FamousSmoke.com. And if you're going to FamousSmoke.com, you at checkout. Enter that code TNCC20, and you will get 20 bucks off for an order over 100 bucks. TNCC20. I did not make that up. Checkout. Spend a hundred bucks. That's new, Doctor. You weren't here when we made the big announcement. You spend a hundred dollars at Famous Smoke Shop, you automatically enter TNCC twenty at checkout, twenty bucks off. Boom. I mean, why wouldn't you do that? You'd have to be some kind of moron not to do it. Yeah. I actually bought a bunch of smokes today and didn't use it. Uh, Case in point. But <laughs> I was really drunk. Or, hey, if you want to go get some uh, Chinese negligee wear for your special someone uh, on Valentine's Day, go to the TuesdayNightCigarClub.com, find your Amazon link, click on the Amazon link, do your shopping from there, and then we get a little kickback on that little something. Is that lingerie made in China or lingerie inspired by the country of China? Both. It might have been worn by a Chinese woman for all I know. They sell that on Amazon? Uh, I'm sure. Because unlike Tut's previous assertion, nothing says I love you like some Asian-inspired lingerie. <laughs> I got it uh, from the other sellers. Used but acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a very big, broad range of yeah. uh, third-party sellers. It's not like grading baseball cards. It's a very generous... Uh, Just okay. <laughs> little frayed around the edges. <laughs> and then, hey, while you're at it, uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, see us on uh, Facebook, Tuesday Night Cigar Club. Yep. Jonas, check us out on Instagram, TNCC underscore podcast. Hit us up on Twitter, at TNCC cast. Did I miss anything? You know, I wasn't going to bring it up, but hearing you mention the Instagram, uh, it's finally happened, boys. I was out in public, and uh, <laughs> I... Had, that was your first mistake. I had a really... Uh, 
had a really nice guy come up to me and was like, you know, I don't don't want to be a creeper or anything. I don't normally do this. I don't normally do this, but uh, are you are you Cade with the Tuesday Night Cigar Club? And I had a hoodie on with a TNCC shirt under it, and I just kind of zipped it down. He's like, I thought that was the flame under there. He's like, but he had to show, he had, I had to look you up on Instagram. That's where I follow you guys. And I had to show my wife a picture of you. I'm like, is that him? Before I came over. Dude, ran into a, a listener That's over, awesome. the, over the weekend. And you handled Excellent. it pretty cool because I would have been, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Oh, like no, could, not mean. I would have been like so excited. I would have been. We gotta get the fuck out of here. I was just like, hey, it's it's a birth kid's birthday party. No pictures, all right. I'm just trying to <laughs> just trying to have some quality time with my kid. No, it was it was at a kid's birthday party, of all things. Well, I got recognized too this weekend. Get out. Yeah, went to my brick and mortar, Smokers Abbey, in there in Austin. And they yeah. told me to get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, well, that that sounds a lot more plausible than my story. Mine's true though. I promise. How crazy is that? Mine, mine's not true. It's pretty crazy. I'm, but yeah. also awesome. Yeah, I called, awesomely crazy. I called Tut. I went outside and, and called Tut. That's when I was like, <laughs> don't believe this shit. Uh, well, because I mean, we are a more so weird. we are an auditory experience for the most part. I think most people listen to us. You know, people don't see us. Our YouTube numbers, my analytics say they're continuing to climb. And actually, your analytics are right on this point. Yeah. So YouTube is growing. I don't get recognized, but I get a lot of mail, both fan and otherwise. <laughs> and legal. Legal, please. Hate mail, legal mm. stuff. Oh, who could hate the doctor? Come on. That's what I always say. <laughs> it's patience. A couple of perks and you're good to go, man. M- medical board. <laughs> Percocets, that's what you meant, of course. The entire country of Guam. Guam. Sure. Guam. How does one get one of these hoodies? <laughs> Oh. You make an ordering mistake, and then you get one of these. Actually, uh, if you go to the Good Question Doctor, if you go to the Tuesday Night Cigar Club website, go to Stuff, I believe Tut <laughs> named it. Stuff. Stuff. You can get yourself a Tuesday Night Cigar Club hoodie. Maybe we could make some Dr. Lab coats. Doctor, I might just be able to hook you up with one of those hoodies if you're nice to me tonight. <laughs> that sounds like an awful hour. After the driving. show. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> uh, okay, well, as ever, we do every uh, episode, we smoke a cigar, carefully paired with a film, and then we throw some beer into the mix. Um, I am going to introduce the cigar, since everybody's I'm just hearing cutters. and Heck yeah, let's get this going. This is the Neanderthal Genetic Deformity, a four and a quarter by 52 extension off the Neanderthal line. If you remember, I think our first year we smoked our first Neanderthal with Skip Martin and Mike Rosales of Romacraft um, at TJ Cigar Lounge. Oh, this uh, is one of those Neanderthals. That is one of those Neanderthals. I did not put two and two together. It is. It's, it's well, a little I different. did. I came up with seven. Look at it closely before you light up, boys. It's a barber pole. Much like the morphine Lancero we had where you could barely tell. There you go. Yeah, I got you. Gotta, have, these have morphine in them? No, 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 doctor. No, if you twirl it just in the light, you'll see this is actually I a barber's two, two different there, two different wrappers going around. It's very hard to see. Oh, so subtle. When I got it in the mail, I actually thought I got jipped. I didn't think uh, they sent me the right thing. But you, yeah, it's there. It's but it's so faint. You would like never pick it up if you didn't know it. It is a U.S. Connecticut broadleaf Maduro and an Ecuador Habano Lajero barber pole. 
Binder is Connecticut Broadleaf, and the filler is various Nicaraguan, Dominican, and Pennsylvania. I believe it's Dominican Lajero and Pennsylvania Double Lajero. That's the Neanderthals, Neanderthals claim to fame that, that Pennsylvania Double Lajero uh, kicks you in the square in the nuts. I like Lajero. Uh, save price uh, point to the last. Uh, like I said, just these don't these aren't a regular something you stumble across at the, your local brick and mortar or online very often. So I uh, I happen to see see a fiver on uh, I believe it was. Casa de Monte Cristo in Chicago. Oh yeah, I had them. I ordered them online. Got a five pack. Cool. So don't uh, cheat on that cold draw, man. That's a that's a good cold draw. Yeah, what you getting? Chaco with a little bit of hay on the back end to make it a real nice little sweet. You realize surprise. Skip's gonna be listening, so you just the, the only correct answer is tobacco. Okay. What you taste is tobacco. I'm sure if I had access to. Mounds and mounds of tobacco. All I would taste is tobacco, um, too. Did you, get, did you get a good cold draw? Yes. I did. I tasted uh, sweet, delicious tobacco. <laughs> Filled <laughs> with, the, with the delicious tobacco uh-huh. creaminess. No, do your thing. Dude. I'm just teasing. Uh, Doc, you get anything off the, off the cold draw? Very faint. Any hints of tobacco? Definite, a very strong hint of tobacco. Good, good. Makes me feel like I'm wearing a flannel shirt riding a horse as I watch the regulators patrol the back 40. I believe Steve Largent, that's what he's doing now. Good old number 87. Um, boy, really lights up the nose. It does. Um, I had a little bit of a, a little bit of a head thing earlier, and uh, it's gone now after a few puffs of this. Uh, yeah, that's one of the things about the Neanderthal, the, the core line. It, uh, uh, it, yeah, it's it's a powerhouse, not for the faint of heart. A little chocolatey. Nice to see you, my spicy. friend. It's actually been a while since I smoked a, a Neanderthal. Um, yeah, dark chocolate. Yeah, um, boy, I just get a lot of spice to the nose, oh, yeah. and uh, some really rich earth. And I'm getting, I'm getting uh, just a coffee, uh, earth and coffee on the draw, which is kind of what I get from Neanderthals. So no, uh, no tweaks with the barber pole uh, edition so far. Tastes like a Neanderthal. Tut, you're looking at it very sexually. It's been a while. I uh, I like it. I like the. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Neanderthal, uh, um, but I like it when manufacturers do little little tweaks um, to an existing line. Uh, we're gonna do one more cigar tonight. Uh, another tweak on the Neanderthal, the H Town O M Lancero. Um, again, just it's the Neanderthal uh, with in a different shape and size than we've ever had before. Um, so yeah, it's. Uh, I, I just—it's fun to take us—it's <coughs> fun to take a cigar journey all over the place. Where, you know, you get some cigars that have some really cool flavors and some really cool, you know, textures to them and smells. But, God, it's nice to just get back into a saddle and just get punched in the face and be like, "Yes, I like this." It is a, a face puncher. Uh, it's gritty. Um, 
kind of like me. You guys describe me as gritty and. I think you're more Luke Perry gritty. I'll take it. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Let's just leave it alone. Leave it. You know his love of Luke. Leave it alone. Hey, that's how he feels about me. Let it alone. It's over. Now it's all we're gonna hear for the rest of the night. I'll give it a rest, Cody. Everything ends badly. Otherwise, it wouldn't end. Give me the microphone, Dylan. Um, okay. Um, let's continue to smoke. I'll come back to it in a minute, but we are also sipping on a beer. Yak boy, the floor is yours. Mm, sweet, delicious beer. Mm-hmm. My favorite subject. As he said, the beer that tonight is Hop Stupid. S-T-O-O-P-I-D. Yes. Hop Stupid from Lagunitas Brewing Company. What did we do? The Lagunitas Sucks? We did the... Lagunitas Sucks sucks and the the Lagunitas Something Something. Still Something Something. something. I think it was Color Night. Yes, Color Night and uh, the the Lagunitas Sucks was from uh, Blown Away. From the great city of Chicago, if I believe. Is that right? I was like, we did that Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, Blown Away with the the Corys. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that was a good show. What I remember of it, which is nothing. Uh, started in Lagunitas, California. Oh. oh, man, I was wrong again. No, actually, you're not. I'm going to get to that. Okay. Uh, they uh, moved uh, eventually, uh, a couple years later, moved over to Petaluma. Petaluma? Petaluma. Petaluma, California, where they set up shop and started brewing and increasing their brewing capacity and growing and increasing and bringing forth all of the wonderful beers. Um, they eventually have grown so big that they are uh, had started opening up other breweries, one being in <coughs> Chicago. They're uh, now one of the larger craft brewers, well producing over, with combined capacity, well over a million barrels a year. A million barrels a year. Good That's God. That's a lot of beer. Doctor? Would yes, it be sir. possible, if you didn't have the confines of a day job and familial commitments, could one man drink a million gallons of beer in one year? A million barrels. Oh, a million barrels, I'm sorry. I mean, I'd, I'd have to say right now, it's really it's far too early to tell. I think so, too. But my God, that's an awful lot of IPA. The hoppiness inside that man's <laughs> bloodstream just be off the charts, my God. I can't imagine the level of drunkenness you'd be going through. That'd be well, how many uh, how many barrels a day? Like a, I don't know. A couple. I can't well, do math. A barrel is thirty-one gallons. Yeah. So, so you'd thirty-one have to be million gallons of beer on the wall. I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say no. That can't be done in a year. That's why I've missed you, Doc. We haven't had that kind of quick answers. <laughs> These guys always go to the Googles. Glad to be of help. Thank you. All right. Well, I guess I'll. I won't try that. Go on, the accent. I think you should try that. You would. I want to see this. Well, the hop stupid is eight percent ABV. Okay, it's quite strong. A little bit less than we had last time. Yes. Uh, and also, as there, which a hundred and two IBUs. One zero two. That is a lot. Man, it's hoppy, but 102. Handle your beer real quick. Either I'm just too used to hops at this point. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah. One of these things doesn't look like the other. Yeah. Mine has some of your stuff, Tut. Does it? Yeah, it does. Mine, I mine's drink like it so fast I can't be... <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, well. I mean, it's not stopped me before. <sighs> but, uh, as per their own good for you. description for those mornings like when you have to cut minerals. right to the chase, yeah, minerals, yeah. this is the one. Sure to blast through just about anything still lingering from the night before. This mouthful of hops and huge, rich malt has a guarantee built right into the name. I like how they automatically assume alcoholism. <laughs> this will blast away whatever you had the night before. <laughs> what will it be, honey? Cheerios? Waffles? Hop stupid. Hop stupid. Does he always talk to you like that? Well, yeah, he's an alcoholic. He's, he wants a double IPA first thing in the morning. And this comes with a recommendation that will knock out whatever you had the night before. <laughs> Just give it to him. He's a lot nicer. Oh, thank you, darling. Sure, I can't get you a granola bar? Shut up. Keep the hop stupids coming, stupid. A few more sips. I'd like to do the. I'd like to take a stab at the crossword puzzle in the times. <laughs> this is this is not a double IPA though, correct? Oh, uh, it, stupid! It's in the, it's in that vein of being in like an imperial or double IPA. Is it? Um, to me, it doesn't have that kind of depth of flavor that a double IPA has. This is has a lot more bite, hop bite. Uh, is that the dry hopping? Yes. Okay. Speaking of dry hopping, oh, that's <laughs> save it for the hour two, hour two dog. Thinking um, of something else entirely. I wanted to, I wanted to get something that was that could keep up with the cigar. Um, I really wanted uh, you know a beer with balls to to bounce against the cigar with balls. I'm already getting to it. We're not to the movie yet. Oh, um, the puns begin. Uh, I like it. It's good. And I 102. I don't know. That seems high to me. Well, that's what they're saying. And like I said, either I'm just too used to the hops at this point because I'm kind of like you. It is hoppy, uh, but it's I've, not 102 hoppy. I mean, I'm, it's probably a good 68. I was going to go 72. Yeah. You guys are so weird. <laughs> clearly a 77. <laughs> I won't go 87. That's too much. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be just fine. Well, we could start a game show called The Hop is Right. Oh. Where you have to guess the level and without going yeah, over I want to get on here and check on Untapped. Compare it to some other hoppy stuff that I'm actually familiar with. See where it comes out at. Um, yeah, I would, I would put this right right in the mid seventies. Uh, I'm enjoying it. You guys like it? Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, man, I I just. I would like this, but not tonight. Why not? It's a little cold. Yeah. I'm kind of in the mood of something a little bit more. Yeah. Oatmeal-ish coffee. Yeah, we don't do that kind of nonsense around here. Roma Craft cigars are meant to be drank smoked with IPAs. It's right no. there. It's right there on the website. No, because we like oatmeal-ish and coffee. We smoked, uh, I think, one of them with the uh, that Mexican chili beer. Yeah, and that was pretty dang I'm good. I'm just, ra- I'm just uh, busting balls. I can't get away from that term. <laughs> I'm just yanking your chain. Uh, no, as 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 we know, skip skip. Is, is a big stout uh, guy likes to pair his cigars with stouts, and um, uh, I'm not a big stout guy. And I, I, I thought we could huh. show that there are strong cigars that can just play just as well with these cigars, and uh, are strong beers that can play just as well with these cigars. And uh, I'm not a big stout guy myself. No, I'm sticking with my 68. Okay, it's a 68 right. IBU. I think it's quite good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna enjoy drinking. Several of these I'm this evening. Um, anything else, Yex? Nope. 
That is it. Why is it called Hey Stupid? Well, because it's just full of hops. It's Hop Stupid. Oh, Hop Stupid. I was thinking the Alice Cooper song, Hey Stupid. <laughs> uh, good song. Um, so it's just stupid. It's just stupid how much it's how many hops. Stupid with hops. It's got so many hops. It's stupid. Okay. I think you just made that up, but I'm going to go with it. Did you just make it up? No, I didn't. That's why they call it just stupid hops. Like hop stupid. How many how many hops you put in there? Just a stupid amount. You're you're just gonna hop stupid when it's happening. Why they why they spell stupid O O P I D? That is a good question. Cause it's funny. Cause they're stupid. Are they stupid? Obviously not. They're making thirty one. They're making stupid amounts of money. Thirty one million barrels of or gallons of beer here. Uh, That's just stupid. And I was gonna be even more stupid and try to drink it. Oh. Um, I didn't think that through at all. Well, if there's 31 gallons in a barrel, how long do you think it would take us to drink 31 gallons? But now let's... You always want to start with an achievable goal. How many how, how many ounces are in a gallon? We don't know that. How many, how many <laughs> ounces math, in man. a gallon? Yeah, how many beers are in a gallon of beer? Well, 100, like how many 128 ounces are in a gallon? Yeah. So that's 10 beers are in a gallon. So we could probably drink like two gallons a day tops <clears throat> per man. That's twenty beers, possibly. Twenty beers in a day? Yeah, I could do that. Yeah. If I start in the morning, but I'd have to start with this and get rid of my hangover from the night before. Right. But, well, it will so clear we would need, we need about fifteen days. Fifteen days a piece to drink a barrel of beer. No, I I I I think we could find a more efficient way to do this. We I mean, are. That's, that's, we're podcast experts. But I mean, we would but do that's literally doing nothing but drinking twenty beers a day for just, fifteen days. Just sounds horrible. Just absolutely. Would we do it together? No. Well, but if we see, do it, now if, if I'm we going to have to. If we do it together, we're not alcoholics. It's a when social activity. Alo- when you drink alone is when you got to. Well, no, the whole thing's not alcoholism because it's, we're conducting an experiment. Oh, I have to we, tell my real doctor, <laughs> Mr. Cage. God, your tests are just stupid. Uh, that was kind of insulting. <laughs> Real doctor? You seek medical advice from somebody else? I, I occasionally see a guy, and if he looked at my test results after those 15 days, he'd be like, listen, stupid. I'd be like, no, doc, it's okay. I was drinking with my buddies. So oh. you call somebody else, doc. Dude, once you, once you got no. once you came on here, I went, to ba- I went to my doctor, and I said, look, nobody sticks a finger up my ass but my doctor, Doc Vinci. Good man. Speaking of which, it's been a while since we've done that, haven't we? <laughs> Let's go. Don't Always. I feel stupid? Yeah. <laughs> uh, of course, Doc. I'm making that up for. Chuck, if, we, if we had a, a, a controlled experience, well, would likely get uncontrolled very quickly. <laughs> you think in hour twenty <laughs> things might get a little nuts? I've seen our single episode. Yeah. Well, uh, I just I recently watched Beer Fest again. Not to uh, go off on a tangent, but sure. at the beginning when they first start their practice, they bring in a keg. And I was starting to do some math because, uh, and, and Yaks, of course, will rely on you to correct me. There were five of them, and I thought he said that in the keg there were 130 beers. Is that about right? Yeah. Okay. So that would mean, divided by five, That's that literally was like 26 beers apiece. Yeah. Well, and I... They start like early in the day, and they keep going, and then like two in the morning they're plastered, but when they wake up... He shakes it, and he's like, see what we got left. You can tell there's still... They've gone through more than half of it, but it's still like quite a bit left. Do you think the, the four of us could get rid of a keg in 24 hours? Yes. It depends on what it is, of course. Coors Light, sure. 
Yeah. Not hop stupid. I also watched this movie called Blockers this weekend, and I learned of this thing called a butt chug. Yeah. One of the stars of tonight's movie was in Blockers. That is right, yeah. I watched that on a plane coming when we were traveling. How was Blockers? It was pretty good. It was pretty funny. It was pretty good. I only watched it because Cade watched it. He was like, dude, this is funny. It was really funny. Yeah, it's good. I kind of wanted to see that one. John Cena Cena steals the show. Oh, yeah, he does. He's really, really good at it. Okay. All right, well, we'll see about the controlled environment. Uh, If somebody wants to pay us to observe us drinking for 15 days straight, 20 beers a day... uh, Send us a proposal and uh, we'll see what we can do. Also, if there are any good divorce lawyers out there, I was about there. to say my phone just buzzed and my <laughs> wife said no fucking way. Just, just saying for Tut, for Tut. I'm sure, my wife would be cool with that. Well, <laughs> just blot me out. Put one of those vocal enhancers on the mic. I was thinking I'd be able to write some sort of paper that got accepted into a medical journal. Oh, okay. Much like the one he wrote in Beer Fest, E equals MC Hammered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, all right. Well, I'm sure we'll pick that up down the line. All right. So we got the Neanderthal genetic deformity, which genetic. we're we're doing a movie tonight about a uh, guy deformity, who lo- a, a, a genetic deformity, an, an it's anatomical. Not, it's not genetic. It's not genetic. It's no, cool. it's a deformity. It's a deformity. A mechanical Ses- deformity. Self-inflicted. Being stupid is genetic, and this kid's pretty stupid, so it fits the <laughs> beer, too. Um, we're, we're looking for a bunch of, because the movie takes place camping in the woods, there's a bunch of, Unitas, is it Unitas, the brewery? Yes. Unt, or is it Unitas? No. Unitas. U-I-N-T-A-S. Johnny Unitas. Johnny Unitas. Johnny Unitas. Baltimore Colts quarterback. They do a lot of, like... Rise and Pine, which would have been great, or yeah. the Detour, the Camping—they they were out of everything. So we went with Hob Stupid, Stupid. Oh, that wasn't towards y'all. Hob uh, Double Stupid. Really felt like it was. A little double Stupid. Um, we also have a film. Oh, uh, real quick before we get to the film, uh, guys, you, this this is a little fast burning sucker. Yeah. It's kind of funny that you made the comment you did. I know you said you were joking, but. Hey, it's just tobacco, because I can't quite put a finger on any specific type of flavor. I've never been really that great at it. Unless you really, really sense something, Doc, you're always kind of hesitant to... But I do agree with the face punch. It really it gives you a nice, strong blast of flavor and spice, and it's, it's consistent so far. I haven't gotten into it too far, but... It's called Lajero. Yeah, it is Lajero. You've got uh, Dominican Lajero and... <coughs> excuse me. Pennsylvania Double Lajero. It's a lot of Lajero. Lajero is the part of the plant that gives you that. Lajero is the only part of the plant. Uh, Tut's a big fan of Lajero. Um, as am I. I mean, you know. Um, but yeah, it's 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 strong. I, I'm a big fan of the Neanderthal line. And so far, I, I just can't see any... I thought maybe the, uh, you know, the Ecuador bar pole might... Like the Oscar barber pole we had where it kind of ebbs and flows... Um, what you got? Seductively unzipping. Oh, you're wearing your... Damn, it feels good to be a weasel Romacraft t-shirt. I probably haven't had... If you were a good weasel, we wouldn't have to pay for these. I probably haven't had the regular Neanderthal since the last time I hung out with Skip and Mike, which has probably been a little while. Uh, uh, that was the heat. Uh, the heat episode. The heat episode. Last year. Yeah, that's when we went down there. And uh, I was a big fan of that one, so I'm I'm really liking this. It is good. It is really good. Tonight's film, boys, speaking of deformities and our cigar, The Package. 
2018's The Package. It's a Netflix film. I mean, this might be our first made-for-Netflix film. Um, they certainly are pumping out both Amazon and Netflix, their own original content. Um, I mentioned earlier in the year I want to feature some more current stuff. People are actually watching on the streaming services. Um, so we could have done Bird Box or a bunch of other nonsense. But uh, when I saw this movie <laughs> pop up, it didn't have a name on it. Uh, it had a little, on the poster, it just had a little eggplant emoji. And it turns out that was the original name of the movie, eggplant emoji. Uh, but they, they changed it to something you could actually say You're without me. feeling like an asshole. No, no, really it, call it, it, it was an eggplant. No, I saw the, the Yeah, logo. that was actually the original name of the movie. Eggplant emoji. Uh, My God, what oh, a good really? decision they made. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. You see, you see boys, that, but not actually have a name. You so. see, boys, to today's youth, eggplant emojis or eggplants equal penises. You learned that from blockers. That is you correct. Said you just that watched. is correct. Um, I also learned that you know she's she's okay with that. It taught you all sorts of things, <laughs> but we're we're gonna just call it the package from now on. I think I think that's much better. The package. The package. Uh, written by Kevin Burrows. So and going in my notes. <laughs> he's gonna. Somehow take points away from the cigar for the name of the movie. Uh, written by Kevin Burroughs and Matt Miter. Directed by Jake Szymanski. 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 Is that Czech? No. no. Polish. Possible. Russian? No. No. Doesn't matter? Uh, he actually hadn't done a lot. Well, he's done a Wait lot. Wait a minute. It says ski in it. No, sis. Man, ski. Oh, yeah. It does say ski in it. Polish? Most oh. likely. No, that's Russian. If it's ski, it's Russian. No, it's not. No. Yeah. Chopsky. We know a guy who washed less Samansky, S-K-I, is usually going to be Polish. Yeah. Oh, okay. Look at the big brains you, on you guys. You were thinking of Tchaikovsky, S-K-Y. Drink your beer, stupid. All right. S-T-O-O-P-I-D. We haven't had enough of these to be stupid yet, have we? Well, you guys are... I really don't think it mattered whether we had the beer or not, or whether the stupid comes into it. Uh, um, no. Uh, the guy hadn't directed a lot of movies, or nothing I'd ever heard of, but he has directed a ton of the Funnier Die clips, the Will Ferrell site. Ah. Which I usually like those, out of all the you know internet clips. I, I actually like a lot of Funnier Die stuff, so... Um, it makes sense, because uh, I did catch at the end of it, I think uh, Seth Rogen produced... Oh, did he? Yeah, he did. I'm surprised you didn't pick up on the humor. I mean, one, one Jesus, the, man, the movie's called The Package. One of the producing groups are, were the Ben Stiller, the guys that made a, the guys that made that TV show Workaholics. Yeah, really? watch that. I yeah. noticed Ben Stiller was a producer. Stiller was, yeah. I didn't see Seth Rogen. In fact, one of the guys from I Workaholics. Check, is I want to double check that. I think it's. I think I'm right though. I, I did not see that. I wouldn't recognize the, the guys that Mincy's talking about. But I, I, I miss Seth Rogen. I, I can't believe he's involved in this. I, I really like this movie. <laughs> I'm going to challenge you. I, I don't think he, he's got his stamp on this thing. Come on, man. Some of the lines were just typical Rogan. No, again, I like this movie. I, I, I had no idea like. he was involved. And are you sure he wasn't an executive producer, which means he just helped secure financing? I don't know. Doc, your eyes are watering. That cigar. Yeah, well, actually, I, I lit it in my face. So oh, okay. it's more from that than okay. the actual... It is, though, a, an eye-watering cigar. Uh, maybe the... One of the biggest Lajero monsters on the market. Conversation was making me terribly depressed. <laughs> the eggplant emoji? <laughs> yeah, it's a different world. It's a different world, guys. I don't like it. I don't like it either, yes. Thank you. Doc sure as hell doesn't like it. I'm not a fan. I think I might be right. I think I was mistaken. Yeah. 
See? I can smell Rogan a mile away. Um, well, we, we start things up uh, with the package with some f- upbeat, funky music. At, la- at least that's how the subtitles described it when I was watching it. It was upbeat, and <laughs> it, it was funky. I love it in the, when they, d- they describe the music on the subtitles. Upbeat, funky music. Uh, well, we watch a young man named Sean prepare both himself and his massive amount of top-notch camping gear up in his suburban bedroom while his mother chops vegetables down in the kitchen. Uh, just as he finishes packing up, his mom lays a giant eggplant down on the cutting board. And right as she takes a huge slice off the base of the eggplant, we have our title card, the package. Message. Message and... Metaphor. I thought it was, was kind of clever. Oh, yeah, I actually did. I'll admit, I'm the first guy, when I'm in the grocery store, I'll grab an eggplant, <laughs> like, put it down there. Like, I do that. But I don't and like then you ch- put it back. I'm not going to eat it. Self. <laughs> no, go shopping. Never buy an eggplant. Oh, yeah. All right, yeah. notes. No well, I'm not allowed at that eat. farmer's market anymore, obviously. <laughs> uh, do you guys eat? I've never actually ate an eggplant. Uh, I've you, had you like, eat, like eggplant parmesan. Uh huh. Yeah. You do? Oh, I don't like it. I've eaten it. You can't tell it's eggplant. That's what they always say. That's what. That's yeah. A that's. Lie. <laughs> Yeah. That's a fucking yeah, lie. Never eaten it. I'm like you. I go into the grocery store and make check off oceans <laughs> with it. There you go. Uh, all right. Putting that down on my notes. I'm not even you guys are making a, just a shit ton of notes tonight. Uh, well, his buddy Donnie, along with his super faint red eighth grade mustache, soon shows up to pick Sean up. Dude, this kid's pale. Yeah, he's pale. Uh, he's got a little tiny red mustache, red hair. Uh, unique looking dude. Uh, I, I already Sean describes his buddy's mustache. He says, "Looks like you just drank a glass of Ed Sheeran's. Was it Ed Sheeran's pubes?" pubes. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. I uh, really felt like as soon as they brought this in, I was like, I already felt the the, the Courtney Gaines vibe just rolling. He definitely oh, he a, did have a Courtney Gaines vibe. Definitely a Malachi vibe. era no. Gaines. Okay, kind I, of I didn't so. make that thought, which is weird. I should have. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, but while Donnie's waiting outside, he hacks into Sean's family's Wi-Fi with his phone and broadcasts some plumper porn onto the big screen to the horror of Sean's folks and his little brother. Yax, if you wouldn't mind, could you tell our listeners what plumper porn is? It's uh, porn with large women. I'm, I'm sorry, can you speak into the mic? Can you speak into the mic? I can't hear you, so their listeners can hear It's porn with large women. Overweight women. This is porn you like to watch, right? No. How did you know what it was? Well, let's see. I have watched porn before. Mm-hmm. There is more than one kind of porn, by the way. I was my whole thing was I was going to go to you explain what plumper porn, and I was like, he's going to say he doesn't know what it is, and no, you, you jumped right in there. I'm proud of you. You're honest with our listeners. 100 percent transparency. That's what they demand. It is what they demand, according to my analytics. That is not a real thing. <laughs> my analytics? No. Now, if you have analytics on whether I watch plumper porn, those are fake analytics. Fake. I analytics. guess I'm going to be writing the book Money Balls, how <laughs> transferred from baseball into <laughs> podcast yeah, economics. I'm going to describe your porn watching habits with this Venn diagram and the additional flowchart. I'm going to talk about eggplants. Uh, they cruise over their buddy. Uh, so Sean jumps in uh, Donnie's ride. And they cruise over their buddy Jeremy's house. He completes the camping trio. They're all heading off camping. And the point uh, also, uh, Sean uh, has been an exchange student in Germany, so he's back now. For I apologize if you mentioned that. Correct. No, I did not. Uh, he's home for one week um, from Germany, and these are their lifelong best friends. They they do this camping trip, and everybody's excited. Well. 
I said this was a trio. It was supposed to be a trio, but it turns out that Jeremy's twin sister, Becky, and her friend Sarah are tagging along, which is news to Donnie, and he's not happy about it. Apparently, he had some sort of relationship with Sarah. Sean asked him, you guys were never official, right? And Donnie's like, that was one of the points of contention. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of hard to imagine the two of them uh, together. Yeah, Donnie is, like you guys said, a, a young, more awkward Courtney Gaines, and Sarah's kind of cute. Yeah. Uh, well, it turns out they only have Sean for one week. Uh, oh, as you said, he's come, going back to Germany. All of their plans of camping, drinking a bottle of indigo Caribbean rum over the next 48 hours. Insert us laughing at him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a whole <laughs> bottle of rum in two days? Yeah. And, 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 wait, you had like two little bitty small igloo coolers? The doctor drank that on the drive in tonight. <laughs> you want to no see that thing disappear in 20 minutes? I mean, we had, cam- we had camping trips that were just going into the woods and drinking. And good God, man, our volume just blows these kids out I was disappointed I couldn't order a bottle of indigo rum at the Potbelly Sandwich Shop. Uh, <laughs> still I mean, that place? I will s- I if that was the case, like a camping Depends trip for us, it would have been us just showing just like a... Just packing beer into yes. like backpacks. Uh, I will say this: I, I do, I do kind of want to, to give a little kudos to the casting right now because, man, all these kids have very unique features and they're good actors. I'm going to get to that in just a minute, uh, or at least where I where I kind of clicked for me. I'm with you, but yeah, they're great. And uh, early on, there, there's a chemistry and, and everyone's yeah, yeah, that's I'm no, still thinking about yeah, the just really uh, We're packing our backpacks. Grizzly bear repellent. You could fit like three, four beers in there instead of that. <laughs> First aid well, kit, toss it. We're not going. Water bottle, fill that with rum. We're never going camping. We would get a cheap motel room in our hometown <laughs> and just drink like crackheads do crack. Just sit there on a That's crusty a no. mat- camping. No, crusty mattress. We would we what? would find a nice cabin somewhere. Oh no, I was talking high school. Oh yeah. No, in high school we did go camping. By camping we would go to. A campground and take other people's beer. Yeah, we'd steal other people's <laughs> beers. God. Uh, we wouldn't stay the night. No, we wouldn't stay more than an hour. <laughs> uh, you still have that grizzly bear costume? No. Why would I keep that filthy thing in the back of my closet? That was, one of, that was one of our gigs. Is Yaks would dress up like a Sasquatch and run around, scare people off. Well, fit two of us. I'd put Yaks on my shoulders, <laughs> and then I'd have the... It'd be like the great outdoors. I'd have my big ass sticking out of the back. It was a whole... God, it's good times. Summer nights, huh? Huh? Can't do that in Trump's America. Uh, actually, that's probably the only thing you can do. Actually, Trump's you probably America. could do it a lot more in Trump's America, right? Um, I do, I gotta say, uh, so anyway, he's pissed off. This estrogen added to the mix is, is gonna ruin their whole weekend. Boo! Out in the middle of the woods uh, with two I gotta say, I immediately recognize Jeremy's sister, Becky, as she's one of the leads in Blockers. Her name's uh, Geraldine Viswanathan. And she's really funny in that, and she's really funny yeah, in this. I yeah, like her she a has lot. some really cool looks. Anywho, they load up the minivan, and they are off. Quick, boom, 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 we're off camping. Like it. Yep. You liking the cigar? I'm loving the cigar. Me too. Go on. Thoughts? Flavors? Tobacco. I get See, lots. I, just, I totally fucked it up when I threw out that tobacco. Lots of tobacco. Everyone's going to be afraid to say they get anything. No, 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 no. I, I, I got, just. I think I got peanuts. No, no, no. I just. Tastes like eggplant. I I just taste lots and lots of tobacco. You beat me to it. I was gonna say that. Lots of tobacco. Yes. You've never said that in 87 episodes, but all of a sudden you're just getting tobacco. <laughs> Somebody I mentioned get, dark chocolate earlier. Yes. I mentioned dark chocolate. That's kind of died down. I still get the the spice, the little uh, little little pepper. The nose is actually midway through. Is in my the 
spice on the nose has, has tamed down some. Uh, or maybe I've just gotten used to it. Or maybe I'm just drank enough hop stupids to where my senses are a little Getting numb. a blast of indigo rum off of the <laughs> retro <laughs> hail. Uh, for me, coffee and earth on the draw, which yeah. is Neanderthal big time for me. Across uh, the palate, I get a little bit of chocolate, mostly coffee coming through there. Pretty nice. It's just gritty. I just, I just taste Lajero. It's just I mean, gritty. I taste Dominican Lajero, and I taste a little oh, bit of Esteli Lajero. Good, for, good job. Yeah, good job. Yeah, There's actually yeah. no Esteli Lajero in this. Well, you know, it's it, there's a particular strain of Pennsylvania double Kuhu Lajero. It is the Kuhus. Yeah. That, uh, you know, I know Skip puts it, the Kuhus in there. Mm-hmm. And, These two fucking yeah. idiots. Yeah. I cut your Kuhu off in a minute if you don't start <laughs> listing some flavors. Come on, almonds. Sawdust, pencil shavings. What are you getting out of this thing? I just, I taste lots <laughs> I mean, of pencil lots shavings of, and sawdust. Those were on the flavor wheel we got from. <laughs> they actually were. That, that was surprising. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Once you start reading those, you really start to taste different yeah. things. This cigar. reminds me of the days of shoveling manure on my grandfather's farm in the Washington River Valley of Missouri. Actually, manure I think was one of the flavors yeah, on the that's flavor that's wheel. Too, manure. My God! It was a horrible. It was, it was a horrible and, flavor and wheel. It, it goes. It goes a step further. You can t- you can designate it as Missouri manure. <laughs> That's the worst kind. Well, it's everywhere. Detecting notes of cow shit. <laughs> you, can, you can never get that smell did out. Did I shit all over Missouri during a Roadhouse episode? I think you did. <laughs> I've never even been. I don't know why I'm so hard on Missouri. Uh, the doctor's father happens to be from Missouri. So's Fritz. I think. Oh, that's why I did. That's why you did. Fritz, Fritz is, there. is there. You enjoying it, Doc? I am. Yeah. Strong as hell. Yes, it is. Yax? I'm liking it. Oh, man. I am. I'm sad because it's <clears throat> almost a tiny over. cigar. Yeah. Well, that's why we're doing two. I just feel like at any moment it's going to be the scene from Major League. Got anything else to add, Doc? Huh? Nope. They don't call him the best color man in the business <laughs> for nothing, folks. Uh, you know, it is a short, quick smoke. Uh, I honestly, I'm not going to bullshit. I can't taste any difference between this and a regular uh, Neanderthal. I'd, me neither. I remember the first time I had a Neanderthal, and I remember Mike uh, handed me the Neanderthal, and he's going, he was like, like not in like a you know very braggart way and everything, it was just kind of cool. He's like, okay, just you never had one of these before. He's like, you know, watch out. I was like, and he was right. I mean, just the there's just that kind of really potent strength from it. I think that, <coughs> I think the that's why where those guys bring in the barbecue before we smoke. I think that's where I do taste a little bit of difference, stomach. that even though I've got a lot of strength to it, I don't have as much strength as I did to that, what was that, the EMH? or Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that that bar pole might actually tamp down the strength Maybe that's a why I, the, the spice on the nose is, is kind of ebbing and flowing in the middle part here? I think so. Okay. Maybe yeah, so. Yeah, it's, it's a subtle difference, I mean, but it is a little bit there. Okay. Okay. Early on in the drive, Sean fails miserably at flirting with Becky. She did just break up with her boyfriend, Chad, 17 hours earlier, and that's why she's coming along. So we have the two different dynamics. We have Donnie thinking there's something with him and Sarah. We don't know. We don't know what We definitely there. know there's something past with Sean, with well, Sean we don't know and Becky. That yet. We don't know that yet. There was a little mention of it. We're about to learn what what happened. Well, that there was maybe a crush. Yes, but we were about to get the, the scoop on that. Uh, Give me the deets. So they're kind of, they're kind of to the kids mi- deets miserably deets. flirting due to due to Sean's inability to flirt successfully in the front seat. Well, Sarah breaks Donnie's balls in the back seat. Whatever happened between them, it ended badly. Uh, she asks him if he's going to the Sadie Hawkins dance, 
And Do they he, still have those? I guess so. Apparently so. And when he says he'll have to think about it, but, you know, I appreciate you asking, she clarifies she wasn't inviting him. She just wanted to warn whoever he's taking that he tends to shart during blowjobs. <laughs> and, dude, my, my you, old ass had sh- to look up what sharding is. Oh. Dude, you shart mid-beach? You had to look up what sharding is? I had to look up what sharding is. That was an excellent is. line, though. I like that. Do uh, you want to tell our listeners what it is in case they don't know? Sharding, something I'm intimately familiar with, is when you fart but shit yourself. Do you just say you're intimately f- You do it a lot? I wouldn't. No. I wouldn't. You just said you you're intimately familiar say, with. No, I didn't. You literally just said it's something I'm very intimately no, familiar with. No, I didn't. No. You did. Yeah. No. You said our you're stu- intimately familiar with it. Audience. Our studio audience <laughs> is saying this now. Yeah, I heard it. Mm. So now we know that whatever tut farts, little shit comes out. <laughs> no. Not maybe every time, but <laughs> enough to where. Okay. Mm. I didn't say that. Hey, like I told him, transparency to our listeners. Y'all are stupid. <laughs> you're stupid. It was actually, uh, boy, how long ago did that not good movie, Along Came Polly, come out? Yeah. Did he That's where Philip Seymour Hoffman stuff? is talking to Stiller, and he's like, they're at some like really nice cocktail party, and he comes up and he's got this look on his face, all, we gotta go, man. I, I just sharded. He's like, you what? He's like, you sharded. You know, you fart and a little bit of shit comes out. <laughs> I thought everybody knew what sharding was. I did not. Did our studio audience know what sharding was? Yeah. I knew what it was. I just never heard it called that way. I think that that is a nice, nice word that just combines two uh, words and it pro- properly explains it. For you, for you folks at home uh, or on YouTube or on uh, all the the podcast channels, we do have a for a little bit here a live studio audience for the first time. Well, yeah. we used to, we've had it before at Roma and at the pub and whatnot, yeah, yeah, but yeah. in the corner of No Hope, uh, for some reason, people don't tend to visit us here. Uh, well, I, we move around so much. Uh, yeah, maybe we, we maybe it's the name of the, where we are. <laughs> yeah, here's our card, Corner of No Hope, huh. writ, written in demon blood. Um, but no, uh, if you remember from the early episodes of the show, you would see a very lovely, friendly bartender bring us our beers at the pub, and she might say a little, little hello and... Ask us how we're liking our beers. Nada. Fuck you, Cade. Don't snap at me anymore. Fuck you, Cade. Quit snapping at me. That's our four. That's our four. That's our four. We're not there yet. I might snap at her later just for old time's sake. Uh, I think our, she might respond in the same way. I think I she think might, she too. will right hook you for old time's sake. I will get a, an eggplant over the head. Uh, but no, our our old close friend, Nada, has joined us. So uh, Hello, studio audience. Hello, Nada. Uh, and if you haven't watched those early episodes at the pub, go back to YouTube, watch some of those clips. Uh, we used to get really fucking ripped <laughs> up there. Man, we get hammered. Uh, those are good times. We were in the more unprofessional stages of our development. Yeah, we you know we found our rhythm now. I think we did a movie called The Great White Shart Hunt. Uh, God, I don't remember. <laughs> no, that was on Sci-Fi. That was Look on Sci-Fi that. Channel. No, Do you see Bert, the that, size of that shark? That was the Burt Reynolds movie, Shardy's Revenge. Shardy's Revenge, yeah. <laughs> Shardy's oh, <wait>. Machine. <laughs> I like that well, one. No, wait, if we were doing something, it would have been a Shardnado. Shardnado? Shardnado? Shard Attack 3, Megalodon. <laughs> <laughs> Again, these, these movies would be made strictly for Todd. I, I, I know, I like that Travolta flick, Get Shardy. I mean, it's pretty cool. <laughs> I've never sharded. You redeemed yourself a little bit for being intimately familiar with the shard. Yeah. I, I didn't say that. You didn't. No, I didn't. Uh, Slide my, over this way a little my bit. My anal- <laughs> Hey, as one of my favorite rappers would say, life is too short. <laughs> that is right. 
That's right. I actually like that. He was one of my favorite 80s rappers, Too Short. Too Short? Yeah. Yeah. Get in where you fit in, which is not Tut's underpants. There's a lot going on in there. Sharting all over the place. Uh, they make a quick stop uh, for uh, Jeremy to use his fake military ID. He found somebody's military ID, and he's been using it to uh, buy a bottle of indigo Caribbean rum. That's what their weekend's all about. And some beer. He gets a what a great name he has on that military ID. Jack Jessup. <laughs> That's right, Jack Jessup. And it looks maybe that actually is a really cool just name. Marine Corps sergeant. Just enough like him to sort of, if a guy's not paying attention, work. Uh, they buy some beers and they're officially out of town. Yeah, but you know, I stopping sh- at one of those convenience stores, that type of ID will totally work because those out- people. It's on the outskirts of town. You show that guy an ID, he's taking it. Yeah, but this guy's an old, er, not old. He's a he's a vet. He's got some fatigues on, so he's like. I wanted to say that I recognized. No, I looked him up. Me too, but you didn't. I didn't. He just looks like somebody. He kind of looked like Black Sheep Ben. Okay. (laughs) So you reminded me of. Uh, but anyway, I thought I was thinking like maybe Paul Rudd or something. I just kind of appreciate this part because I found a guy's driver's license in high school outside of a video store. It was just on the ground, and the doctor can attest to this. He didn't look anything like me. His name was like Ernesto. It, it was a Hispanic <laughs> name. So what I did was I, I used an exacto and I cut off his picture. And I had to cut around the Texas seal. Oh, yeah. I'm probably admitting to a felony here. I took him off. It's got to be a statute and then of limitations I used, on those. Then I, I hope, used, God, I hope. Then I used Why a, couldn't you have been a lawyer? <laughs> I used a picture from my temporary license where you had to turn sideways so they'd know you were underage. I got it in there. But instead of just laminating that and just trying it, I took a what are those pencils called in art class? Yaks, the graphene graphite pencils, the like the the pencils you use. Anyway, I drew a full goatee on my my fifteen year old face. It's like the evil Mister Spock. <laughs> I drew this this generous it's like Bizarro this, Superman over here. I drew this lustrous big goatee on my thing. Laminated it, laminated it, and uh, man, I, I worked like hours and hours on. I was on about to say thing. those late '80s, early '90s driver's license where you could actually like peel through the lamination deal, yeah. take that off, yeah, swap it. Oh yeah, yeah I used mean? it. I it worked one time at Seven Eleven. Ours, we got so. Thank you very much, Mr. Jimenez. We got we got so hey, proficient. Call me Ernesto. At it. We got so proficient <laughs> at it. We were only busted one time, and we used ours a lot. Well, we didn't have to for much longer. Once Cody hit puberty, he grew a Kenny Rogers beard, and our beer-buying problems were over. That was Thursday. Send in the Rogers. Send in the Rogers. And, it, it, you know, and I kind of have abandoned Ernesto Gomez. Uh, wasn't that the Adams family guy? Yeah, it was, actually. Yeah. Well, fortunately for East Texas, back then it was kind of like tradition. It was kind of like a passing of the torch. No, but everybody knew what was going on, so they were probably just looking at ours, going, "Yeah, sure, you're you're 21." We'd go in and try, and if they asked for an ID, it'd be like, "Oh, I left it out in my work truck. I'll be right back." And then we just get the hell out of there. <laughs> I never had a fake ID. Uh, no, no, I never, I never had one. Uh, but I gotta say, at this point right here, after this scene, is where Tut was a little bit earlier. I like this ensemble early on. Uh, it really seems to be. They don't feel forced with each other whatsoever. They all seem pretty seasoned. I, 
never really recognized anything about the girl, but they seem very comfortable in front of the camera. But the chemistry and the way they work together, I'm I'm digging it at this point. I think I've seen uh, what's his name, Jer- Jeremy. I've, uh-huh. I think I've seen him somewhere. I'm not sure. Uh, he just had a. I mean, they all just have these real cool looks about them. And and you 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 hit the nail or you made the word right. Uh, chemistry. Uh, they have like real easy chemistry with yeah. them. I liked all four uh, individually and together. Interestingly enough, the girl that plays Sarah has the longest resume. She's been acting since she was a little kid. She's like in her early 20s now. I imagine they're all around the same age. Yeah. Um, the others all have some work, but she had like a rather extensive resume going back to when she was little. I like them. Apparently she plays... I've never watched the TV show. Uh, she's on the television show Mom. She plays Anna Ferris's teenage daughter on that show. Okay. Oh, God. Anna Ferris is old enough to have a kid on TV? That age? I mean, she, I guess she's, she was playing 16 or 17, and Anna Ferris is like 40 or something. Wow. I still think of Anna Ferris from the House Bunny. Which well, that's because we're yeah. old. We're her age! <laughs> she's still a good-looking woman. She could yeah, just have no, a teenage I'm daughter. Sure, sure well, I mean, is. we're good-looking people. She's no Catherine Schwarzenegger. Well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's get- who her husband, Chris Pratt, is marrying now. Yes. Saying Catherine Schwarzenegger is more attractive than Anna Ferris. Oh, okay. She's also about 15 years younger. Not that there's anything wrong with that. And I don't know why you guys are looking at me like this. I've, and her I'm name just, is Schwarzenegger. And <laughs> exactly. Dad's fucking Schwarzenegger, for God's sake. You know, I think I feel like Chris Pratt's going to be changing his name to Schwarzenegger. Oh, if he took her name, then I would finally watch those stupid Guardians of the Galaxy movies. <laughs> those Guardians of the Galaxy movies are... No, Doctor hi- 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 hyphenates it. Chris Pratt Schwarzenegger? <laughs> yes. Uh, man, I, I gotta tell you, never saw the second one. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Uh, saw the first one, one was and enough. One was enough. I didn't I didn't get the understanding uh, of why everybody blew their load over it. Because it's a fun ensemble cast of lovable not, characters. I like this cast. It was great. I'll take the cast. I can't believe that either of y'all wouldn't watch the second one, considering it has Kurt Russell in it. Not only that, but the Guardians of the Galaxy scenes in Infinity Wars are the best part of that movie. Tequila Sunrise had Kurt Russell, and I never saw that either. And that was was a good one. I did see it. I was bluffing. (laughs) You know what? I could go for a hop, stupid. You got it, stupid. Uh, You guys, Todd, as you warmed up to the beer in uh, no, I mean, I I like the beer, I just not tonight. It's just not a night for me to like this beer. Okay. Uh, but it's I do the like the beer. Fault. No, it's not the beer's fault. I like Lagunitas. Uh, it's not my fault for picking the beer. No, no, Lagunitas is a good brewery. I, I've pretty much liked just about everything that's come across my table. I think we did like the Lagunitas Sucks and the Something Something. Sucks, mm-hmm. Something yes. Something, uh, the Maximus I like. Uh, I mean, they do a lot of cool stuff. Um, I, th- I think it's playing very nice with the cigar. The something something that was the show I was here for. I little, remember that little something something yeah. color of night. And you were here also for the the suck for blown away with the Corys. And like you, I have very little memory of that evening. For the cigar, I'm just I'm about done with it. And to me, it's it's a great Roma Craft cigar. It is there's one thing about Skip is he our palates are really I guess copacetic in sync because what he likes I love. Well, how could you not? You like tobacco. <laughs> There's true. so much tobacco taste There's here. so much tobacco taste in this. 
What's he call it? Man backo. Man backo. Made with ta- really, taste testosterone. Skip. Drop the man backo. And the uh, just, taste testosterone. I hate. I hate all man stuff like yeah. man caves and. Yeah. Oh God! I heard Golik call it man skin one time. No, it's just skin. Man skin. Yeah, he was what? like, what was that context? He was pitch, he was pitching like uh, some sort he was of pitching a that, tent. That's why the other, that's why the other might quit the show. He's yeah. touching his man skin. No, because you know how like ESPN makes them do the the live commercials reads and oh, stuff like, like for that. Lotion or so it was like some type like of putting this on my man putting skin. Putting this on my man skin. Shut up, Mike. It's just your skin. Come on. I don't want to know anything about Golik's man skin. No. God no. Uh, or greenies man skin. It puts yeah, the lotion on the man skin. Uh, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Uh, it's going in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not a fan so of the man so cave like or the man <laughs> man stuff. Uh, uh, but no, it it is it is a really good, well constructed cigar. But it's got tr- flawless draw. Talking a lot. It's been you know staying lit. And uh, for seasoned cigar smokers that like a strengthy profile, it's going to give you that. Uh, yeah, man, it's just got that that earthy grit and power, and uh, yeah. But it's not like overly mineral. Like usually when you get like heavy lajero, you yeah. get like a just a super dose of like almost a metallic mineral in a lot of stuff. Well, I think with the the Nika Puros, I that's where I get that mineral and that kind of metallic. Like with the Hoya uh, Grand Console, the 1970. Right. Uh, you know those Nika Puro, those heavy power hitters. That's where I get a lot of that mineral in the. Uh, yeah, which I like. I like it a lot. But no, I don't get out of this. But I mean, you know, you got Dominican, you got Pennsylvania in here. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of Missouri tobacco, I believe. They call it Missouri. 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 Missouri Lajero. Uh, no, man, it's good. Uh, you know what? I think you're right. Um, it may be the Barber Pole's influence, or maybe just because you said that. Um, but that spice I associate, I always get with the Neanderthal, which I got early on, is going to come back a little bit in the final third. Yeah. Um, Maybe that is the some influence with that with that rapper. I mean, why tweak it if it's not going to do something? Yeah. Um, aesthetics. Not really, because you can't even tell. You guys didn't even know it was a barber pole until I told you it was. Yeah, 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 really. Some cigar experts you guys are. Very aggressive. So stupid. You didn't even know it was a barber pole until I told you. Stupid. Fuck that. I'm out of here. Yeah, because you haven't said much. What do you think? Well, I like the tobacco. Why did I even? Why do I even bother showing up at this place? Not are you ready to get out of here? No, not yet. No, the <laughs> drive me to Jack in the Box. The, the, those initial flavors, the, all, I, all I'm really getting at this point is just uh, it's a it's a at this point it's a really strong pepper and uh, that mineral, but I mean all that other thing. Did that pepper go away a little bit in the middle for you on the nose? It's actually picked up for me on this on the end. In the end, yeah, that's what I would say. It died in the middle and then and it's come it's back. It's picked back up, but same here. That that. Dark chocolate has disappeared completely. Earth and, and, pe- earth and, and pepper? And, and that mineral, yeah, just... Earth and pepper. That, that's what I... Okay. Well, what would I expect from tobacco? Never going to give you guys... Weren't they a R&B band from the 70s, Earth and Pepper? Earth, wind, pepper, and tobacco? <laughs> I believe so. <laughs> Should we go uh, price? Yeah, what do you guys think the price is on this little guy? Four and a quarter long. Okay, does anyone know how to tie a I'm gonna go nine. <laughs> nine, nine bucks. Nine, and nine. that's the German nine because I'm saying no to your nine bucks. Nine, I swear to, nine. I swear to God, if anyone goes nine on one, I'm gonna stab you. Him buy a lot pencil. of Roma stuff, so 
Uh, man, I would go about fourteen fifty. Probably should have let me go first since I have no idea what their stuff costs. Well, you got a big range here to play with, Doc. Nine fourteen fifty. And I could oh, be I thought the, you were making an eggplant and joke. I could, be, I, I could be on the low side of that, too, because it's a barber pole. That adds some cost, man. It's, yeah. it's a little bit of labor to it. I would have guessed closer to Yaks, but so I guess I'm kind of cheating then because you have more familiarity with the price. So um, I'm gonna, I, I, gladly would, would, I gladly would pay 10 for this. Yeah, but the one thing that I will say, you know, Skip always gets that price down. I mean, okay. he has good quality stuff at good approachable prices. So you said fourteen and a half, Cade yeah. style. Uh, you said nine. You said ten. These, it's hard to say because a lot of sites where I look, I, I know what I paid. Yeah. Um, but a lot of sites when they get them, they, they, you know, it's a little bit of difference, but not much. Around ten twenty-five. Wow. Holy. That is a uh, that is good. So value. you, Doc. One. I win the washer dryer set. You didn't go over. You nailed it. You win. Now the you get. Now you get a chance to play plinko. You get to go to the showcase, and we'll we'll see what happens there. That the lovely Nada is modeling for us. We'll have to get some prizes. Here. I was able to use. Uh, you win this bottle. I, I win what's left of this. Some warm pop stupid stupid. Uh, dude, I think that's a. I think that's a. I mean, how long have we been smoking this thing? About an hour now. Yeah, a little bit, a little over. Um, of course, I'm letting. I am just like absolutely. This is go down to my. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna let go of it. I think I think the full size Neanderthal is what about twelve. And that, but that's like what five, and that's. I mean, it's not a big cigar. Um, but I mean, like you said, give props where props are due. Skip keeps the cost what they you know competitive and what they are, and um, so. You know, I probably would have guessed around ten twenty five if I didn't know. Ten twenty, ten twenty four. Will you say that's because you're intimately familiar with his pricing system? Uh, that's weird because I could have sworn like EMH was like thirteen. That's the the regular line. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is shorter. Shorter, but more involved. Hey man, take the cost and make it. Add what you yeah. do, and there you go. I'm gonna put that in my dating Good profile. Job. Shorter, but more involved. <laughs> and then, then they see you, and you're seven feet tall. Like I'm so confused. Oh, wait a minute. You'll find out. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know what? Um, we're jumping ahead. Not jumping ahead. We're on to our next cigar. Uh, like I said, the Neanderthal genetic deformity uh, is a quick, rather quick smoke, so I knew we would have room. And we have another variation of the Neanderthal blend. This is the Neanderthal OM H-Town Lancero, uh, exclusive to Stogie's World Class Cigars in my old stomping grounds of Houston, Texas. Uh, for years, they've been getting manufacturers to make them an exclusive Lancero of some of their popular blends. Um, they're only available at Stogie's. They do ship. They have a website. Uh, that's where I pick these up. They're a regular once a year. They, they get these in. Uh, I actually reviewed this on the website some time ago. Um, this is a 7 by 38 a classic Lancero size. Mexican San Andres uh, wrapper, Connecticut broadleaf binder, various Nicaraguan, Dominican, and Pennsylvania fillers. Uh, we'll do price later on. But, uh, again, 
we all enjoyed the original Neanderthal. We just smoked a, a barber pole variation. Now we're smoking a Lancero. Uh, I'm hit or miss with Lanceros. I either love them or I, I don't like them. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I kind of am those. Uh, I'm not a. Some guys are just fiends for a Lancero. Uh, Jorge, the guy that owns Stogies, is a huge Lancero fan. That's why he yeah. started this. Um, so yeah, that's our next cigar, Doc. Cold draw. You said you actually got, got some a little more off of it. It was, it was a kind of a, a faint spice, but there was a definite flavor there to it. Um, after lighting it up, uh, I will say that it's far too early to tell. Um, not uh, not quite punching me in the face uh, right right off the bat as the uh, previous one. No, it is not, uh, and that's something I observed on the first time I smoked it. Uh, it was a gentler Neanderthal. And uh, I am getting some of the mineral, that Nicaraguan uh, mineral component early on that Tut mentioned uh, he w- did not get in the, in the first cigar. Uh, I do get that. And then uh, it, it sounds weird saying about a Neanderthal, but for me on the early ons, yeah, that earthiness and the mineral, but to me it's a little bit creamy. Yeah, you normally don't really associate mm. that with the that profile. Now, yeah. does that have more to do with the construction of the Lancero, or is it because of its size being the longer le- and, and you don't have quite as of the draw? Well, you don't have the same filler. Com- you know, everything is everything is adjusted to fit that smaller ring gauge, so you have less of certain tobaccos, and it, I mean, it's a, it's, right. its own beast. Um, I do get far less spice in the nose um, than with the the larger ring gauges, um, but I earth mineral and it's it's just to me it's it's a smooth kind of a smooth smoking lancero yaks first impressions very different from the deformity i'm really just getting more rich delicious tobacco <laughs> you son of a bitch get out of here get your <laughs> stuff and get out of here um no uh a little hint of pepper right now. No. Just subtle hint. I mean, Just it's, it's subtle nothing, hint. I mean, it's nothing it's like you're used to getting. I'm not really detecting. Punched in the nose with. Anything. I can list. I'm. I'm yeah, that's good. It is good. Still earthy. Still. I got that mineral. But I'm. I can't. Right now I can't place anything else. Um, and I'm. Okay. Well, you know what? I just lit up, so. Uh, Tut, first impressions? Good. Other than it's good. I'm getting notes of tobacco. (laughs) Good, good tobacco. Doctor, would you please burn a delicious uh, tobacco? Tuttle in his eggplant, please. I no, would, but I don't, I don't know what's leaked into those drawers. <laughs> That's true. I don't. I don't have any uh, wipes, hand and face uh, wipes out here. Don't leave me alone, or I'll shard all over this place. Okay, Dave, take it easy, pal. Tobacco, it is. There we go. Uh, no, for I, I know it's not part of the cigar, and I'm trying to. I'll try to chase down where it came from. Uh, again, on the very back, going transitioning between the palate and the and the retro. Uh, on the nose, man, just a, a little hint of peanut with some sweetness. It's nice. You said cream, you said sweetness. There is, there's kind of that sort of. Keep some, in mind, some, sometimes the Mexican sundress 
gives me a little bit of sweetness. But keep in mind, I, I can't taste cream. I, I he just, never he's never been able to taste cream. It's a sad state of affairs. Yeah. I can't imagine not tasting cream and syrup. Uh, but no, it, it, it's 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 a far more medium than than full than the so other So far, guys. but I mean, it's just it's just the foot of it. So yeah. I mean, all right, well, let's move on. Let's see uh, if it, let's, let's see if it picks up a little bit down the yeah. as it travels down this wonderful cigar journey. Before I get back in the movie, anybody need some more stupid stupid? Not at the moment, stupid. I'll have some stupid. Did I say stupid twice? No, you didn't, stupid. You watch it, Mister. Oh. Did I say stupid? You did say stupid. Mm, that's stupid. So the boys park and the girls park on the outskirts of the forest where they fill their beer coolers with the beers they bought. Those aren't like, coolers. Like four? It's like those little tiny coolers. I never really saw what... It's like a six-pack holder. Yeah. Well, they bought like two twelves. Even in high school, that wouldn't have been... Anything. No. That, that would have been done on the ride to the I horse. could understand <laughs> if like everybody had a 12-pack. Yes. And that would make go- a little more sense. for one night. If they yeah. were going for the afternoon. <laughs> if I was on my way to church, I could understand that cooler. All right, Somewhere, if we were on lunch break during senior year on a Tuesday. Somewhere Tom Atkins is looking at these kids, and he's just, he's oh, shedding he's a tear. He's shaking his head. He doesn't get it. Uh, Not they, only that, they're going to hike six miles? We would have been like, fuck that. Yeah, uh, no. We're, let's we're, go like 20 feet and find a clearing. Be, I mean, if we were going <laughs> to yeah. hike six miles, we would need just one 12-pack apiece. <laughs> just for the just walk. Just to get us to the yeah. Yeah. Well, well, they are stopping a lot to take selfies. Ah, kids. That's true. They're kids. We wouldn't have been, we wouldn't have been doing that. We're not going to be doing all that. But, of course, it makes sense. It'd be weird if they weren't taking selfies. They're kids of 2018. And then they head straight into Mother Nature's Puss, as <laughs> Jeremy calls it. Uh, yeah, your family's originally from Washington, uh, where this movie takes place. Beautiful country. Yes, it is, beautiful. It is phenomenal. Is gorgeous. I will say, to travel up there, get off the highways, go down those back roads. God, even if you don't, if you're a Texas boy and you hit Seattle, that shit is green. Yes, it is... It's a completely different landscape than what we have. I mean, this is not a cinematic movie per se. It's 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 right. every, everything is focused on the on the characters. They don't right. spend a lot of time. You know, it's not Terrence Malick here. We're not seeing the perfect sunset, and but it, it's it, a really nice backdrop. It's a really nice backdrop. They set up base camp, and we quickly learn that Sean and Becky, Doctor, this is what we were kind of alluding to earlier. They do actually have a bit of a history between them. Turns out, some time ago in a high school, in high school, earlier in high school, I think they're seniors here. Is that what you guys got? They're still in yeah. high school. They're I'm still not in sure. high school. Yeah. I assume they were seniors. Uh, she put her hand on his thigh at the Rent musical cast party, and asked him to go up on the roof and smoke some weed with her. But he said, "I pass on grass," and he let her awkwardly walk away. But he explains to Donnie, "I couldn't stand up because." When she touched his thigh, he got a boner. He couldn't stand up. Well, he was literally cock-blocked by his own cock. And I think that was actually the words they used. Uh, doctor, But that was a typical high school problem. Doctor, in your many medical adventures, have you ever heard of cocks blocking themselves? Sad to say, it's a, it's a textbook case. Really? Yes, you can be blocked by your own cock if it misbehaves. At this point, would it be too hard to tell? My God, every fiber of his sexuality is just making him unable to stand. All the nerves going through his penis. 
It is too hard to tell. It is too hard to tell. Well, it wasn't too hard no, to tell. No, he no, couldn't stand up. <laughs> Poor bastard. Uh, it's at this point, too, when Jeremy gives Sean a fuck king glow-in-the-dark condom, like fucking but fuck king, uh, to use on his sister. Which is kind of weird. It's an ongoing, gross. It's an ongoing bit where J- the virgin, Jeremy, thinks that by Sean fucking his twin sister, he'll get some kind of sexual pleasure vicariously through it because they're twins. I think the less we say about this story, yeah. I think the better. Uh, doctor has a sister. That's weird, right? You don't want to think about that. I, I've never given anyone a condom and said, here you go, man. <laughs> <laughs> and especially for a character to go, hey, here, bang my sister. Please, please bang my sister. I'll feel it, too. Well, Sarah, <laughs> Sarah chunks a can when of... When you enter her, it's like you're entering me. <laughs> yeah. Sarah, like I said, the less we go on and on oh. about this, probably the better. Oh, okay. Some notes to make here. Sarah chunks a can of beer at Donnie's head, and it's declared that Indigonanza, that's something I would call it, probably, uh, but that's the name of their, their rum, the Indigonanza has officially begun. We then see a montage of white kids chugging rum and beer while twerking in slow motion to some rap music. Yeah. Man, this should have grinded my gears in any other movie it would have. It didn't bother me in this movie. It, I yeah. like these kids. I, yeah, it didn't bother me. Okay, I, I like... Granted, we all would have been sitting on tree stumps. Uh, but uh, but I, I also d- felt like they were going to stop this montage and then put like a clock, like five minutes had passed, because that's what it would have happened to us. Like, we're out of beer! We're out of rum! <laughs> no, usually when I watch a movie and there's, five minutes. and there's like white girls, no offense, Nada, rapping or like dancing to, to rap, to hardcore rap music, I just check out and like, this is, I hate this. It didn't bother me in this. It didn't okay, bother me at all. I, it actually did a little bit for me, and only because it's it didn't seem like that off the hook. Like, I've been in this situation with them. Yeah, but they, I've been at this campsite with them. They do it once a year, man. I know, but they're good rookie, God. They're rookies. M- they're, they're amateurs. They're just having I know, fun. Just I know. Let them, have, let them have fun. I just thought that... What if Sean sharded his pants? Would you have been like, all right, now I'm... No, I'm, I'm just saying that... Now I can relate. Now I'm in this. I'm just saying... Every time she touches his thigh, touch shards. <laughs> How'd, t- how'd you know she was the one, your future wife? Well, she touched my thigh and I did sharp my pants. That's how I knew. She touched my thigh and I did sharp my pants. Oh, that's the test. Yes. It's a real special feeling, Todd. And, and I told her and she didn't run away. Love you, babe. He does love her. I've seen it in person. It's a pretty special thing. <laughs> Uh, I just thought that they should have had more beer. Well, and while they're doing all the twerking and the the rapping, Jeremy is drunkenly playing around with a butterfly knife he bought at a gun show oh my God. With, with his fake military ID the whole time, foreshadowing. It's a butterfly knife, which are the coolest knives around. I actually got busted. Doc, you probably heard the story. When I was in middle school? Because they were or, illegal. Or younger. Uh, I tried to take one on an airplane. I was going to Ohio for the summer, and I... Hey, Cod, that was back in the day. <laughs> I got, we never would have seen him again. Dude, I got. I had a butterfly knife I bought from some kid at sc- school for like two bucks or whatever. I put it in my toothbrush bag that I was carrying on this airplane, and my grandma takes me to the airport, and she's like, I can't... Oh, I'm dude, sorry. they take ahead. me into a little side office. They show my mom. She's like, you know, what, what the fuck, fuck is this? <laughs> Even then, I didn't sharp my pants. I, I held it together. Uh, the coolest knife is a switchblade. She was like, "Hey, hop stupid, what are you uh, thinking?" Oh, man. Uh, and I was like, "Hey, I got it from a friend. I was just taking, I, you know, I was a kid." Yeah. Dude, they just confiscated and let me on the plane. Man, what? You'd be Guantanamo Bay. I, I, I would be like, 
He's a freedom fighter. Okay, because I know I know I had a butterfly knife and it was the most awesome thing in the world. But I can't remember for the life of me what movie popularized them. There was a there was like a movie. Oh, there was a lot in of ninja 80s. movies back then. Yeah, there oh, was just like yeah, ninja, ninja, animal. Any eighties ninja yeah, they were, movie they, had butterfly. They were all over the place. Yeah, they were so cool. Well, get this. I saw this movie and I almost Switch wanted blade. to get. I almost wanted to get a. Let me give one. Just as Becky asked Sean to go in her tent and get high with her. Hey, way to go, Sean. Hot boxing, which I totally mistook that reference. You thought I was going to do sharding? <laughs> you shart and you shove her head in your pants? <laughs> Tut hot boxes it's like underpants. you're in the sheets and you've got them tucked in. And like Why would you, you want to do that? Okay. Uh, it was a night for romance, so I hot boxed no, she's, her. She's dragging him back to her tent to get high. Well, oh, no, the yeah. whole thing is that uh, Sarah tells Becky that because she's Becky's broken up with her boyfriend just the other day that maybe yeah. it's time for a little rebound. Yeah, a little rebound sex. Yeah. Which is weird when you're talking about high school kids. Yeah, but they're so much older now. I guess. I don't want to think about that. Donnie, uh, well, just as he's about to go in there and get high with Becky, Donnie drags him away. Dude, I need you now. Uh, right. must, be, must be important. You've been, you're have been you the one that's been pushing me to, to, to nail her and you right. pull me aside. What's the big deal? Oh, he wants to pull a prank on Jeremy, who stumbled off drunk to piss in the woods, and he's talking to himself. Oh, geez. Glad you drug me away for this. Well, it's kind of high schoolish. So if it's not your own cock blocking you, it's your best friend. It's your best friend, yeah. Kind of like Tut block, cop blocked yaks in Vegas. Oh, <laughs> I, still, I still feel bad about that. Man, Nada knows about that story. I know, I feel bad. I'm going to need to hear this one at some point. Yeah, I don't think I'm pretty to this. Uh, it was an epic cock block. Cody, got to go. Yaks, now. Oh, I'd have been so telling weird. Donnie, take your Ed Sheeran pube mustache out there and go make, go scare him your damn self. Well, they sneak oh. up on Jeremy, who's playing with his butterfly knife while talking to himself and pissing off the side of a cliff. Drunk off his ass. And when they scare him... He drops the butterfly knife and lops off his own wiener. We see a glorious shot of the teenage Wang soaring all over like, a all, full moon. A la E.T. Like E.T.'s bicycle. And you said there was no Terry Steps. Malick in here. It's just, this, it's just this little Wang flipping through the air. It's a glorious, beautiful oh, shot. Maybe my favorite shot in the movie. They should have paused it in the moon like E.T. for a <laughs> no, second. No, actually the... the the, uh, it cuts from that shot, that glorious shot of the moon, to down to him peeing, which is like this mixture of pee, and, and then blood. all of a sudden blood comes He's out. He's pissing still. It's and gross, blood just but it is so freaking gloriously shot. Tons of blood pouring out of poor Jeremy's crotch. As the girls arrive at the scene, there's a lot of screaming going on. No, my favorite part is this is like when the guys are there with the camera still rolling, still rolling, and they're just looking at, it and Jeremy's like, "Wait, wait, what, why are you looking down there? Why are you lo- don't, don't look, look at, at don't look down there?" Yeah, uh, <laughs> well, he's he's freaking losing his marbles with good reason, obviously. Yeah, he's already lost his marbles. He's lost his, no, he still has his marbles. Still got the marbles. Sean immediately grabs all their cell phones because they have no signal and heads off to find a tall ridge to get help, get a cell phone signal. All right, first of all, uh, i got to slow us down a little bit because this one scene, I mean, this is your apex of the movie. This is the whole reason why the movie is is all the the hilarity is going on. It is acted so damn well. Jeremy, from Jeremy in his shock, literal shock of cutting off his wing to the kids in their shock of 
seeing this happen. Yeah. It is so well acted. All these faces, all these unique people are just... its it, They just chew up the camera. Here, they sell, here and throughout. They because sell it. They you sell could, it 100%. You risk in the hands of lesser actors. We're talking about younger people that haven't done a whole lot. The Jeremy character and the Donnie character, if it wasn't done right, they could have been really annoying. Yeah. But they weren't. We've had them on the right. show where they're annoying. I'm like, I hate all these people. Like, right. But those two... You know the girls were great. The guy playing Sean was great. Everybody was great. Those two characters, the way they were written, if they could they could have been annoying, but they weren't. They did it. Even the right Donnie's way. annoying, but there's there's that that it's kind of relatable. Something it's kind of, to him yeah. where you know somebody like him. Or he, he he grounds it in something where you could see why, as an, as kind of annoying as he is, they they're best friends. You, you get it. And it, that's not easy to do. No, because no. it could have just as easily been the Jonah Hill character from Superbad. Yeah. Right, right. And it didn't right. turn out that way. I never saw right. that, but... But you know what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. He's on my list with Seth Rogen. I can't stand that guy. Yeah, I kind of like him. Uh, every, in, every now and then. Well, Sean goes up to with all the cell phones to find a signal, while Donnie and Sarah grab flashlights and begin hunting for the missing penis. Hush. <sighs> Donnie says, if I was a dick, where would I be? Well, you are a dick, so this shouldn't be too hard. It's <laughs> a great line. It, it's an easy line, but it's a good yeah. line. It's, I laughed. Uh, Sarah thinks she's found it. Hallelujah. But it turns out to be a tiny little pine cone. Donnie thinks he found it, but it's a wild mushroom. Turns out in the dark, everything looks like a dick. Yeah. And you say, it's like, why does everything look like a dick? They finally find it, but when Sarah sees a disgusting centipede crawling across it, she pukes all over the severed wiener. Dude, that was awesome. Oh, God, it was. Disgusting, but awesome. Remember my New Year's resolution not to talk about dicks on the show? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The You're doing good. You're doing good. How the hell did I end up on this movie? Sean gets up to the cliff's edge, and he's able to dial 911. Uh, and they say they're sending a medevac after triangulating their position. Help is on the way. But as he's talking to them, Becky's ex-asshole boyfriend, Chad, texts her phone that he's holding. And he says he misses her, and he wants her back. We know this because in his text he says, you know what? I realize you're the shit. You are the shit? Letter U, letter R? You, you are, are the shit? You are the shit? Ugh. Kids. Anybody else get a get a chuckle out of the 911 guy on this? Twin, uh, He's like, well, my, my friend cut off his dick. Okay. Okay. <laughs> exactly. And a lot of other movies would have been like, your friend did what? Is this a prank call? And no, this guy was no, just I was like, waiting for that, right. like, we don't do prank. I thought that's how they were going to get stuck out here. They weren't going to respond to it. But no. Well, all right. And this is, this is going to come later in the okay. movie. There's another instance of this, so I'm sure this 911 operator maybe. I'd be more surprised if they just this like, hey, it's, it's my first time tonight. Because it, yeah, it, it would tie it would tied in well, perfectly. That, but that would have ruined some of the twists. That, well, I, that, that come on. What's going on up there in Washington State? You guys are all cutting your dicks off. What are you guys off? doing on there? Apparently so. You got dickless relatives? Oh up my there? god, I've got a little something to, to uh, share later on. Okay. All right. You got a dickless relative? No. Oh. Okay. As far as... I, I mean, maybe I do. Well, Chad texts her that she's the shit and he wants her back. What a romantic. Uh, well, Sean isn't letting her go again. You know, he got a boner that that night after the rent cast party. He's not going to do it again. So he texts Chad back from Becky's phone, calling him a fucking dirty taint and declaring they're officially over. But just then, Becky surprises him from behind... And startled, he drops all the cell phones over the ridge, so they're now phoneless. So, this is an interesting thing that 
uh, people have had to write into films because we didn't have this. How do you deal with stuff? Even 10 or 15 years ago, how do you deal with phones? You've got to somehow get rid of them because they can immediately get you out of any situation. Uh, give another example. There's a movie that I wrote a review about, The Stranger sequel. Um, it's very very early. The film doesn't give anything away. The family, mom and dad, and their, their son and daughter are staying in this trailer park that's like a lake resort, and it's abandoned because it's out of season. And so at one point, the kids are playing with their phones, and the dad says, we're going to... All right, everybody give me your phones. So he collects them and puts them in a table. So later, when they hear some noises and go outside, one of the killers is able to get in there and bash them all with a hammer. You have to account for that now. you got to do it. Where you didn't have to do this, even probably even 10 years ago, much less 20. Well, especially not with teenagers. They would never have cell phones. Uh, yeah, I mean, you got to do it. you got to, you got to figure out a way. And then Sean did leave his... In the car because Donnie was sending him like pictures of him with like drawing dicks on his face and stuff, and he was just sick of it. And he's like, you know what? Look at his camping gear. He was serious about doing some camping. He doesn't need a cell phone. But they always say you don't need a cell phone until you need a cell phone. And this one, it could have been really easy. I mean, they're out in the mountains. You could have easily been like, ooh, no reception. But I like. That they put a little more thought. I don't, into I don't it. even it's know. Like, if, you know what? We'll get the helicopter. I don't even know if today you can get away with that with the with the with yeah because constant yeah. networks and everything. Oh, I mean, Blair Witch yeah. couldn't be made today. Yeah, you had to. There's no way those or kids they would are have going to do that. They would not. have to do the same thing. They leave them behind and they find them and they're broken. Yeah. They would have had to account for it. Uh, well, now they are phoneless. You know who is absolutely not phoneless? Who but? is not phoneless? Our friends. Phoneless? At, our friends at Drew Estate. I've talked to them on the phone. They have phones. They have phones. That is right. And now I want to talk briefly to you about Drew State's Herrera Esteli Miami line. The Herrera Esteli Miami is crafted by Level 9 Rollers from Cuba at El Titan de Bronze on Cale Ocho in Little Havana, Miami. Level 9. Willie Herrera, Willie Herrera's family factory and the oldest remaining Fabrica in Little Havana. Like the short Corona size featured at the 2016 ICPCR, IPCPR trade show, the complete Herrera Esteli Miami line is expertly crafted with a lavish Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro wrapper, over a rich Ecuadorian Sumatran binder with select fillers from the Dominican Republic and Nicaragua, the new look of Herrera Steli Miami features a black and gold color tone and is only available to do Drew Diplomat retailers in five Vitolas now. Seek it out, folks. It's a sexy cigar. Seek it out. And now enough time's gone by. It should be there. So go go get you one. Uh, t- cigar. Man. Speaking of cigars. The taste of tobacco is just all over this thing. Fuck my life. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, so it's an interesting thing. I'm wondering if we shouldn't have uh, started off notes. with this, because the the strength is way dialed down. Uh, a lot more nuances. Right. There is a lot more nuances with this. It's not just a straight lighted up power, boom, mm-hmm. there you go. That's all I got. Your only comment is we should have done this first. <laughs> Not all these nuances you mentioned, you can't actually mention what they are. Okay. No. Doctor? Uh, that's actually a decent point. It is a good point. Because I'm, uh, just compared to the other one, it doesn't have quite the potency. No. It's, uh, are you very, getting any flavors on it? Very easy. I'm, I'm having a hard time. If you say tobacco. I have not done that once this evening. No, you have not. You're my only ally tonight. You shut up, Nada. 
They're still and just no a, man backhoe or whatever. The, I, I've never even <laughs> said that before ever in relation to anything. That's something else entirely. A friend of mine I played golf with, he had a country club membership, and he said he loved this place because it had a man cave, and it immediately Ugh. turned me off on that. I've never used that terminology, and I never will. Um, there's a... Country club with a man cave? No, it's a lounge. Yes. 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 It's a really nice country club. And if I had a basement where I had some booze and I'd smoke cigars, you know what I'd call it? I'm going man. down to my basement, not my man basement or my man cave. I'm going down to the basement. There's a uh, still just a light kind of spice to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm enjoying it. It's uh, constructed well, good draw, uh, but uh, doesn't quite have the potency of the previous mm. one. Doesn't mean there's anything wrong with it. We're still very early into it. I'm kind of waiting to see if there's anything that sort of... Earthiness for me... The mineral, especially on the nose, mixes with that spice really nice. I I still think it's a surprisingly creamy cigar. Yax, you get are you getting any creaminess? I'm not getting any creaminess. What are you getting? I'm getting rich, delicious tobacco. Oh Jesus! <laughs> no. When you see I'm twelve <laughs> beers lined up at the end of the show on YouTube, folks, it's not <laughs> for any other reason than these two stupid asses. S T O O P I D. No, no, no. I'm getting more... Skip's going to be happy with this review. Because when he reads it, it's got some nice pictures, and then it'll just say, tastes like tobacco. (laughs) Finally, a review he can get behind. No, because he's going to be like, oh yeah, assholes, what kind of tobacco is it? What region is it grown from? I can taste 72 different types of tobacco. creamy tobaccos work so well together. Tut, Tut's going to venture down there one of these days. Like, I got impressed. I, I got. I wrote I down a, the note, Cade, fuck my life on the top of the page. <laughs> I got your back. No, buddy. I'm, I'm really getting kind of... It's, 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 it's that raisin taste, but without sweetness. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good description, actually. I mean, I... Like I, a dried fruit, then, where you're losing right. some of the sweetness. Kind of a chewy fruit. Yes, but I mean, it's it's... To me, right now, just heavily like raisin, but not sweet. I wish there was a way to say that better. It's I the raisin bread of cigars. I think you just des- two scoops. I think you just described a fig, my friend, or a date. Or a date. I was about was to it, say it's a little bit of flavor olive oil. Are you smoking a fig, Newton? Can I Damn have it! it. Well, Christ, if it they put manure Newton. and fucking sawdust on there, they ought to have figs and dates. I no, I don't think pigs and dates were on there. Uh, okay, I'm gonna just quit asking you guys about the cigar. But other than that, I mean, I mean, I'm not at this point. I'm not really detecting any spice, pepper, or otherwise. There's a little. Um, there's a little hint of pepper there. I'm, it's I'm, very subtle. I'm not getting uh, that. I'll take a hop. It's on the no- I, It's on the nose, and nose. it's very. There, yeah. there, I tried a, the retro hell. I, I got nothing for mine. So a little bit of pepper uh, for me. Just the earth mineral and the. Excuse me, creaminess. Uh, I agree with that assessment. Through the day. Uh, I really like... <laughs> I rue the day that I started this podcast. I rue the day that I met you stupid asses. S-T-O-O-P-I-D. I, I, it's a, it, to me, it's it's a very subtle smoke. To me, it's, it's kind so of different. a... It's different. It's kind of like... Right. It, there's an elegance to it to whereas, you know, the deformity was just power from the get-go. Let's just light it up and blow it out. This... You know, there's a little bit of refinement here. There, there's a Are nice you getting, little elegance Can you tell it's it. a Neanderthal? 
if you if you didn't have the Neanderthal label on there, would you ever equate this with the Neanderthal blend? Not really. It is so. Dialed, I say that because it's you, dialed down. You use the word elegant. You use the word elegance, and I right. would never use that adjective when describing the no. Neanderthal. No, this is far more dialed down. It's far more controlled, if you will. Yeah. But it's interesting. It's a, it's a, it's a, yeah. I like I like what it it delivers. To me, and I'm like I'm kind of like you. I'm very hit and miss with Lanceros. There have been a couple of Lanceros that I've really enjoyed. Like uh, I, I've never been the original Herrera Esteli. I was kind of nonplussed by it yeah, until I tried the Lancero, and I really liked it in Lancero form. Uh, this is just it's it's a very interesting Lancero. I really kind of I'm kind of digging it. Unlike that, there's two lines uh, Tatuaje. For some reason, their Lanceros. Uh, really speak to me, and a brand that I'm, I just, I've never really gotten into is Alec Bradley, but Alec Bradley's Nika Puro that they do for the Nika H- Puro Lancero for H Town. It's a, yeah. it's another H Town Lancero, is incredible. It's a really good cigar. Um, so you know they're hit or miss, but they, but they. Um, I think that uh, I would really like to try this cigar with a strong ale, uh, you know, a strong ale that's kind of like. Approaching a red, but not necessarily a red. I think the IPA just kind of blows it out a little bit. Uh, so I think I will say this: the beer did not at all conflict with the first cigar. It right. might it might be a bit much for the for the refined elegance, as Tut said, of the H Town Lancer. Yeah, for me, I mean, for me, the hoppiness of the Lagunitas is kind of overpowering it a little bit. I would love to get this, like I said, with a strong ale, something with a little bit of cream to it. It'd be nice. I can see that. Okay. Well, back at base camp, Sarah immediately puts Jeremy's dick on a stick and starts roasting it over the campfire like a marshmallow to open up the capillaries. Doc, is that a thing? No, she she completely bricks. She says, we got to keep it warm. Which is the exact opposite of what you need to do. <laughs> but she said something about the capillaries. We I missed the capillaries. I just I just started to go, we got to keep it warm. And I was she's, like, no. She's you, like, no, the heat will open up the cap. Keep the capillaries if open. If you ever should sever a finger or a toe. Or penis. Or, God forbid, your wang. Uh, you need ice. Put that wang on ice. She she's like she says we got to keep it warm. Sarah is not a budding medical. Just literally, person. she sticks it right in the fire. And it starts roasting it like it s'mores. Jeremy's like, no. And they all quickly correct her. Uh, the an- ice is the answer. You're right. He's a doctor. So they sealed up in Sean's trail mix baggie and put the ding dong in a cooler. Uh, <laughs> as as they wait again, Doc. He said that when you were outside. He was like, we got to put that ding-dong in a cooler. Aww. Again, Doc, my New Year's resolution on our last episode was to talk less about dicks on the show, and then I picked this movie. And as, I knew that wasn't going to happen. As they wait for the medevac helicopter, a delusional Jeremy starts singing Britney Spears' Oops, I Did It Again, and they all join in to keep him conscious. You see, he's writing a Britney Spears musical with his online girlfriend, Kendall Jenner's. Kendall Jenner's? With an S, who everybody but him has accepted as a dude catfishing him. Would have been funny if it was a Z. Kendall Jenner's with a Z. (laughs) But suddenly the helicopter passes over them. But it appears not to see the campers, so Donnie takes a propane tank from their little grill. Just like this. Oh, fuck this. Throws it in the fire, and they all scatter off. Except Jeremy, he's stuck right there on the ground by the fire. Right as but Sa- nothing bad will happen to him, right? Right. No, as, well, no. He's already got his dick blown off. How bad can... Right as Sarah mocks Donnie, you're such an idiot. 
the propane tank explodes, sending her flying back. I'm sorry, that was hilarious. Yeah. Was. Donnie, you idiot. She says something like, this is one of your all-time smartest moves ever, and then it blows up, and she does a slow motion just flies in the flying. air. The funny thing is is that you know what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen, and then when you see it, this you're like, does a oh, lot it's of that good. You know what's going to happen, but they still make it work. And so it's well. still so good. Yeah. Wait, but did the helicopter see it? Well, guess what? Uh, it does. The helicopter sees it. The trick works, and it circles back around. They rope down a ladder, and the EMT tells Donnie, Hey, who set off that propane tank to get our attention? That was me. That was me. I did it, bro. Guess what? You're a fucking dick. We saw you the first time, and we were just circling You're around. You're a fucking moron. <laughs> uh, but Sean hands them the cooler, and they helicopter Jeremy up. They put him on a stretcher, and... We'll be at the nearest hospital. You, you kids meet us there. Dun, 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 dun. As he's going up, dun, 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 Jeremy dun, dun. gives them a thumbs up, and they're like, dude, he's reverse terminatoring. And the music is going, dun, 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 terminating me. Dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> My biggest laugh yet at that, at that little. That's good stuff. That's really good stuff. Reverse terminatoring. Uh, you see, as long as the member, doctors at medical term member it's can be used that way yes uh, is reattached within 12 hours everything will be just fine I don't myself know if that is actually true I don't know they penis yeah fingers and toes these things can happen uh, I don't know about a penis I don't know how easy that gets reattached I'll just uh, I'll go ahead and say uh, I do have a friend who is a surgeon who has reattached a penis. Oddly okay. enough, he is in Washington. <laughs> so apparently this does happen a little bit Perhaps more you frequently. could have asked him. I shall ask you. Man, look at what the refined, elegant pants shitter knows. <laughs> Good one, Doc. You know what? When I serve myself up for the purpose of a joke from now on, I'm just not going to... You know what's going to happen when you serve your... It's food to the lions, for God's sake. God knows that. But you're lucky we're drunk lions. In an hour, we'll forget you sharded ad nauseum. We quickly find out, as the gang is packing up their camp, that Sean, indeed, handed them the wrong cooler. He looks in the cooler because they want a beer for the ride in. Hey, who doesn't? It's been a hell of an hour. And he looks in the cooler to get a beer, and they still have Jeremy's dick. With very little ice, because they kick it over, all the ice spills out, and no phones now. Uh-oh. So then they begin the long hike down the mountain to find help. Clock is ticking. They come across an abandoned park ranger tower. Wrong turnstile. Uh, when Becky kicks open the door, she quickly goes over to the cabinets and starts opening them, and she discovers a large rattlesnake. Startled, she drops the cooler... And the baggie with Jeremy's wang in it flies at the snake, and it bites the severed trouser snake before slithering away. Sweet irony. Sweet irony. They conclude that someone must suck the venom, the rattlesnake venom, out of the dick for it to remain functional. And after much debate, Donnie thinks Becky should do it, because you're twins. You were in the womb together. At some point, you probably sucked his little dick. I didn't suck a fetus penis. Uh, so she shoots that down. Our boy Sean steps up. He's like, you know what? 
I dropped the phones off the clip. I gave the EMT the wrong cooler. I'll suck the penis. I'll suck the penis. That's a friend. That is a friend. Would you guys do that for me? No. No. See, here's why I would not have to. I would have made sure the right cooler got on the medevac. Did you guys know, honestly, when he gave him that cooler, and did you guys know at that point he gave him the wrong cooler? No, actually, I, I suspected didn't. because the I running didn't. time was only about halfway through. Yeah, I was like, he gave him the wrong cooler. Because they made a point of they had two coolers. But see, if I'm Sean, and again, this is me going back to my own high school days, I'm thinking we get him on the medevac. He's got his dick. We can drink. There's really not a whole lot we can do. <laughs> we can just Becky, Becky was ready to go. We can hotbox so, it. She wanted to hotbox in the tent. I mean, there's no need to hurry down the mountainside. Yeah, I would have made sure the right dick got on that helicopter. Well, it did not. Good point, Doug. Uh, it did not. I will say the one thing that I like about this, and you see this kind of throughout the film, is that every time to where, like, man, the whole cutting off scene was just such, so well shot. Every time where I think it hits a plateau and it's gonna like peter out, <laughs> it just it just picks up and it goes to a new level of absurdity that I really appreciate. I do too. And every time I think they're not gonna show the dick again, boy, they just <laughs> there it is. It's like a character in the film. We see that dick all the time. Well, Sarah, Sarah calls Sean a hero for sucking the venom out of the dick. Donnie tells him, I'll tell the world your story. So please, <laughs> Love that line. Please don't. And in a tender but extremely awkward and hilarious moment, Becky looks at him, you're the man. <laughs> then, in one of my favorite moments of the movie, they leave the cabin... Sean puts his hand on the window, and they all put their hand from the outside on his hand, and then he slowly lowers the blind. Dude, that moment was hilarious. The look on his face as he slowly lowers his blind. That's what I'm saying. The acting in this is so But, dude, that moment good, with them man. touching hands on the window was yeah. And, and I don't, you know, we talked about uh, the director not really having a lot of uh, outside of the funny or die deals. you got to put a lot on this him, too, because... I mean, the timing of but these shots are just... And well, the it, it may, shots, I don't know whether the, it's the director or the editor, but it's just... No, but so even, I, I give it to the director because even the inclusion of that shot. Yeah. A lot of directors would have been like, you're the man, and then they leave, and that's it. Cut it. No, that window shot... <laughs> and they're so sincere looking. Oh, dude, it's... It's like Han... Yeah, it's like, right <laughs> before it goes it's like you're about the, to get dropped in the car. I know. You expect one to go, I love I you. I know. I know. But then he, and that look on his face, that pain look, he's lower. As he lowers the blinds. Oh, dude, that is my maybe favorite shot in the movie. Uh, well, they, <laughs> um, as the three friends wait outside while Sean does his thing inside uh, the ranger tower, a drone flies overhead, and they realize, hey, where there's a drone, there's someone flying a drone, and they have to follow it. They can find people. They barge back in the tower to get Sean, and he's slurping down on Jeremy's wing like a buffalo wing. No, he's got it. He's literally playing the skin flute. Dude, he's, he's got it going back and forth. He's like, "What? Get out of here!" He's like, but then he's like, <laughs> Don't man, look at me. I, "Man, I'm getting a lot of venom out of this thing." <laughs> Dude, come on! I'm rolling at this point. Oh. This is good stuff. Oh god! Uh, Yax, is that what that movie Venom was about? No. <laughs> No, it was not. Uh, that entire sequence is pretty fantastic. That that park ranger tower was awesome. Yeah, it was. It really was. All right. I think we're on the same page here. 
Well, they capture the drone hilariously. Sarah jumps off a cliff Dude, to that, grab it. No, and in she, slow motion. In slow motion. She's like, got it. And then she looks down and she's <laughs> literally soaring off a cliff down. It, it, is, it is a Looney Tunes it's moment a where she, like, she grabs it and then realizes, like, oh. I have no ground underneath me. So I was just really honestly waiting for her to hold up the sign like, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, it does require a tall cliff jump in the lake by all of them. And just as they, they – so they all jump in. They reach shore. And, they and see when you think that they can't make the cliff jumping scene funny, they do. Sean is hesitant to jump off. Becky's like, I can go first if you want. And he's like, no, no, no. I, yeah, that's cool. Well, of course, he uh, backflops. Well, that, that was funny, too. She, he's all, no, I got this. And he's all immediately, she goes, I'm sensing you don't really want to do this. <laughs> What's he say? I do it... Sh- I don't do it the long way. I do it the Sean, Sean way. way. And then he just stumbles <laughs> off and just does a he reverse trips, belly flop. He falls. So his back is completely blistered from oh. this, this, this tall fall. Uh, but as they're in the water, they or as they get to shore, I should say, they see the medevac circle back around where they were. It came back for them in the penis. <laughs> they kind of wish they'd stayed put. And Jer- I'm sure Jeremy does, too. Uh, actually, you just stayed there and drank. It would have been fine. Actually, Jeremy, we now visit in the hospital where he's telling a nurse he doesn't want a makeshift fake penis made out of his forearm skin and his butt skin. Well, my I, friends will get here. I don't want a fake penis. They'll get here with my dick. It will be functional. Ten, you will get ten percent of the sensitivity and possibly ejaculate. Forty percent. Three percent. I thought it was something. I thought it was no, like forty no, like percent like, sensitivity. It was. Uh, it was. Yeah. One was 10%, and the other was 30%. Not good numbers. Then well, she's like, he well, is compared to not me. having a penis, this sounds pretty good to me. Yeah. Well, Jeremy's holding out. He's like, my friends will be here. They're good friends. Would you Would you guys hold out? If you if you were in the hospital, would you think? <laughs> I'm landing. I'm thinking you three out there. I'm like, fuck it. Just give me the prosthetic dick. They're never going to get here. Yeah. No, those me, fuckers are still drinking at that me fucking Me and the axe are hot box, and he's sharting in the woods. <laughs> You're not getting that dick back. <laughs> do what you gotta do. No, actually, it would have been fine because we would have stayed there drinking. The helicopter would have came down. And Don't ask why fine. my right forearm is bigger than my left. <laughs> Take some skin from that one. Especially when it came to jumping off a cliff. We're not doing that. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, we'll be, we'll be right there. The helicopter's like, I hope they're. Oh, there they are. <laughs> no, the helicopter circles back, and you three are all face planted past the They literally haven't moved two feet from the last time we were here. You know. <laughs> No, Honestly, I would have yeah. just lit a. I would have just turned lit the forest on fire because you know what? <laughs> fucking helicopters would have appeared out of fucking nowhere to put that shit out. We burn the entire state of Washington just because we're so lazy. <laughs> oh my god, we still have his penis. Light this yeah. shit on fire. Yeah, but at least like most of the times when you hear this, like you know, California burns because somebody flicked a cigarette no. out there. No, everybody had been like, wait, you burned California to save a penis? Save his wing. But we started the fire with his wing. Not. Remember, not all heroes have capes. No, they you don't. You killed 27 firefighters. Yeah, but we <laughs> saved his dick. We, we saved, saved his penis. Why are we risking our lives to save a man's penis? Wait, what are you eating It's worth there? it. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I was hungry. Oh, God, it's the wing. Why is your friend over there walking around real uncomfortable like something's in his pants? <laughs> Those firefighters show up, and they're going to be like, why am I risking my life? Because we would do it for you. <laughs> the helicopter leaves, you're going to need a different helicopter. We, we, don't, we don't do this kind of work. Oh. <laughs> Don't blame you. As they make their way along the lake shore, Becky starts... My men are not dick assassins. <laughs> we don't do this, <laughs> kind, don't of do this kind of work. We're not moils. 
Becky starts opening up to Sean about having a crush on him. Way Come back on, then. Dutch. Why'd you pass on Washington? <laughs> Not my style. <laughs> you got no style, Dutch. You know that. <laughs> oh, great. We're a dick rescue now, team. Not no, assassins. No, no, because now I'm, I'm fucking going full bore into it. Just you and me and that wing walking out of that forest fire. Not a scratch. Not a fucking shark. I'm going to cut your wang in two. <laughs> uh, ghost this is where our studio I audience I bleed your wang. Leave you out what here. What the fuck? What the fuck are these guys talking about? Your sharpness, Well, we are drinking Hey Stupid, <laughs> so you kind of knew where that was happening. Your sharpness, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, again, I leave you out here. <laughs> oh, I think I just shortened. <laughs> and not as gone. <laughs> Uh, no, I really did. Well, Becky starts opening up to Sean about having a crush on him way back when, before he rejected Sean, her. One more time. I've got you. And just as they're about to get somewhere with their relationship, Donnie cock blocks him again. Oh, Donnie. Again, he's like, dude, come here. He was just about to make a connection with Becky <laughs> for the second time, and Donnie, the one who's pushing him, dude, you, you're lazy, you gotta do it. Come here, come here. There's something out here, and it ain't no wang. We're all going to shart. We're all going to shart. It's off the rails now. Billy, Sorry. you ain't afraid of no shart. Sorry, all right. Can't get us back on track. Donnie cock blocks him again, tut style. He drags Sean away to tell him that he found Sarah's wet... He found Sarah's wet panties on a rock. And he's convinced it's a sign she wants to get back together with him. Which Sean's like, you never were together. <laughs> That's kind of a running gag. Uh, you see, right before they broke up, uh, Donnie says, he pulled her aside and told her that he wanted to DTR. In a church parking lot. No, that was something else. Oh, okay. No, he pulled her aside and he told her he wanted to DTR. To which Sean says, dick to rim. And Donnie's like... Uh, no? Define the relationship. What the hell are you learning in Germany? I thought that was funny. <laughs> What's Germany done to you? <laughs> Dick to rim. No, it's define the relationship. Uh, Donnie goes on to explain that when Sarah said relationships are bullshit, he acted defensively and said, well, you know what? I never liked you. And he pushed her out of a moving car. Seems So I pushed her out of the car. Uh, Might have been moving at the time. Moving. It seems like an obvious response, I uh, guess. Yeah. Maybe? Man... Uh, you know what I like about this movie at this point? The dialogue humor is the perfect... It's something about Mary style. It's the perfect, funny dialogue mixed with prop physical comedy. And just like there's something about Mary, which is a really good analogy, going back to these young actors and actresses, the delivery is fantastic. At this point... Yeah. It could, like, it could have not worked. At this right. point, I'm like, dude, I haven't seen this young of a cast pull off this kind of ensemble, like dirty comedy and, and stuff. Dude, this is American Pie level stuff. It really is. Yeah. In terms like of ensemble cast, you like yeah. everybody, and it's it. But this is way dirtier than American Pie, which appeals to me. I, I, I kind of you know like that kind of humor. Was a lot Twenty more. years ago, sad to say, but but I dude, mean, I, that's that's how good this is. Is is. But they're 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 pulling level. it off. I mean, they're the way they're delivering it. it, it there's. I mean, again, in the hands of lesser performers, it, it could have come off stilted or forced or. Yeah. Not good at all. But I mean, even in those early Kevin Smith films, as good as Jason Lee is, some of that dialogue he was delivering was just you could you could see the screenwriter right in what he was saying. Especially you could, now, if you, you could hear them. Kevin Smith in his voice. 
these, these guys actually sell these 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 funny complicated kind of dialogue bits. Yeah, man, I agree. Man, I, I, I totally agree. It really works. There's one that we skipped over, like when they're first walking down the hill, and Sean catches up with Donnie. He's all, "I'm a little nervous." I, I told Becky it was a good idea. It's really not a good idea and he just keeps walking so no Sean there really isn't a good plan for the situation <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're dynamic Donnie and Sean aces yeah it really is it really is, is. Um, the gang finally reaches another campsite on the shore where they confront an 11 year old kid who is flying the drone he I want if I'm going to give you the keys to my dad's fishing boat I need to see something they're like okay you're 11 year old you want to see our boobs it's like no no no, no. I want to see you two scissor each other. I'm 11, other. not 5. I want to I've see seen thousands of titties. I I've, seen, I've seen all the porn in the world. I want to see you two scissor each other. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yax, would you explain what scissoring is to our listeners? See, I thought Why she, are you I going thought back said, to me? I thought he said sizzle. Scissoring. No, I, I, I understand what it means. <laughs> well, I think you just described what Kate, everybody... can you show that hand gesture for our YouTube audience? Okay. I'm guessing. No, it's you're, an you're, 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 you're an educated it's, it's more than an educated As guess. a psychology major, I had to take a lot of sex education classes. Uh, sure you did. This is actually like one of the reasons why I, I thought Seth Rogen wrote this. This, this little This bit. 11-year-old well, kid. Well, no, the 11-year-old kid's not a good actor. Not good. No, but I, this scene... You talk about liter- seeing the screenwriter. This, you Remember can see the, the screenwriter had all over with this. the little kid in Halloween, the new Halloween movie, the babysitting kid, and like... Yeah. Where that kid sunk the scenes he was in, though, in your mind, like it was just too. These the the cast is so good with him, it didn't sink it for me. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. eleven years old. He's not a good no, and and no, and but he's I, there for them to play off of, so it works. Their and play off of him makes it work. He, oh yeah, not, I mean, as soon as he says that, and both the girls are like, <gasps> they're, I mean, just well, <gasps> they actually slap so him, smacks him, yeah. So here's their reaction. Uh, they're not going to, in fact, scissor for him. They whip out Jeremy's severed penis and thump him in the face with it. Listen, kid, wherever we go, dicks get cut off, Becky says. And then Sean steps in, yeah, and dicks get sucked. <laughs> no, he's like, dicks get cut, dicks get sucked. <laughs> he hits it very forcefully, too. Yeah, dicks get sucked. Dicks get cut, dicks get sucked. Uh, the little pervert is traumatized, obviously. As he hands over the keys to the fishing boat, and the friends take off in the boat right as the fisherman's father shows up and tries to stop them to no avail. Real quick, I didn't make a note of this, but I just remembered it. Remember the, uh, he's reverse terminatoring. As they're driving off, the dad is going through the water chasing them. He grabs the cooler from Sean, and they're like... T2 style? They're playing tug of war with it. As his fingers are, are loosening on the cooler... Dude, Donnie gives a... He's cliffhangering. <laughs> I'm totally that opening scene of Cliffhanger where you see the fingers on the... Dude, I don't know why, but I just, it really worked for me. For me, I'm like, it's it's one of those things where... It seems weird that these 18-year-olds would have seen Cliffhanger right. enough to, 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 to me, reference it. Yeah, to me, I think that this was a forced one. The Terminator thing was everybody like great. Seen, everybody's seen Terminator. This one was a little forced, but it still was funny. But I laughed. That yeah. would have been like us in our senior year referencing The Sting or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was just like, I can't believe these kids watched Cliffhanger enough to where they all got that. He's Cliffhanger. Yeah. Dude, it was funny. Uh, so they get to the other side of the lake, jump in the minivan, uh, and he- head off to the hospital. In the minivan, Becky, now she's... Uh, Checking her voicemail uh, plays an angry voicemail from Chad, 
telling her he's glad it's over. You're the taint. And worse off, he's so angry he dropped his vape pen. You and now, a new vape. Now she owes him a new vape. Ugh. And he ends Dude, with, uh, you hurt my feelings, dog. I'm you know what? It's uh, uh, but it's totally realistic. Uh, Did you catch that last line though? You hurt my feelings, dog. I actually liked that. You I hurt thought you my were the shit. Dog. You owe me a vape. Uh, she tries to confess, or Sean tries to confess about the text he sent, but when she says it's hard to hear that someone you cared about lied to you, he clams up like it's not a not a good time. The thing is, those lines work because you're building up to when we. We do we eventually see Chad. We're building up to what a douchebag he is. Oh, we are. We are. Um, but, yeah, uh, when she says she didn't want to know about lies coming from someone she trusts. He's all. Oh, I can say anything. You know who would never lie to our faces, boys? Who? Drew Estate and their master blender, Willie Herrera. What? We've talked to Willie a lot. I don't think he's ever lied to us. Well, he did say I was a handsome man. It was pre-shart. Pre-shart. <laughs> That was before Willie saw this episode. The Herrera Steli Miami is crafted by Level 9 Rollers from Cuba at the El Titan de Bronze on Cali Ocho in Little Havana, Miami. The complete Herrera Steli Miami line is expertly crafted with a lavish Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro wrapper. I think I said lavish last time. Lavish uh, wrapper over a rich Ecuadorian Sumatran binder with select fillers from the Dominican Republic and Nicaragua. It's only available to Drew Diplomat retailers in five unique Vitolas. It's creamy, kind of like what I'm getting from this. It's light on spice, kind of what I'm getting from this. And it's delicious, kind of what I'm getting from this. Uh, now get out there and find you one. Do it. Well, listen to the rest of the show, then do it. One of the things I, I appreciate about Willie is that it's not a lot of sales stuff. I mean, it's just not a lot of BS. I mean, the guy literally loves talking about tobacco and loves talking about, you know, blending and making cigars yeah. and the whole process. And not just about the whole creative side to where it's just like, oh, yeah, I get to play with all this tobacco. I mean, he does he does that because it's kind of cool. It's kind of like being a chocolate lover in Willy Wonka's factory. Sure. Uh, but, I mean, he, he just talks about the process of, like, trying to make a consistent blend five years after you initially release the cigar. And it's just a lot of cigar nerd talk that, you know, I, I, I love that he loves talking about that stuff. It is an experience. So, uh, yeah, get your ass to a barn smoker and talk to Willie. Did you get a little more spice picking up here as you got down into it? You know what? The spice has actually been pretty consistent for me. Uh, just it's, it's nowhere near the typical yeah. Neanderthal spice, but it's there. Um, the creaminess... I can't believe none of you guys else. You know what it is for me, and I got it. Uh, I got it with the one that I reviewed too. I think I'll look like a dummy if I if I'm misquoting myself. Uh, it's a it's a coffee creamer type, like a like a coffee mate. I don't use coffee creamer. Like you put in there. I used to a lot, and I I I like that taste. I'm a half and half guy now. Uh, Straight it just, black. It was just. Ugh. Uh, but no, but it, it's got the it's a creamy and it, it, it does kind of go with that coffee note of the Neanderthal. It's a, it's a, it's a creamy coffee note mixed with that earthiness and the spice. It's just it's something that's present in no other Neanderthal but this one for me. Um, and I just I, I like this variation of the cigar quite a bit. And I will say that the strength does pick up in that final third. I'm getting a little more a little more spice, a little more heat from it. Not a, not a, 
not overwhelming, but a little more. Construction's been great. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, I I rarely have a construction issue with a Robocraft. No, star. no, they're one of the, they're one of the factories that you know you always consistent, regardless of the Vitola, regardless of the brand, regardless of the line. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's like cigar in and cigar out. They've always had good construction. Mm-hmm. But uh, man, a creamy Neanderthal, give it to me. I'm a big fan of this cigar. I, I really, I like the uh, I like the H Town uh, as a variation on the blend. More. I'd probably say that the H Town's probably my favorite Lancero. That's high praise. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I definitely, I'm not a Lancero guy. No, so I know, I don't but know I, but I, I definitely, uh, I definitely is, get but. the intent of this Vitola as opposed to the genetic deformity, which yeah, I mean, it kind of lost some of the the heavy spice on the nose. That we talked about the ebb and flow with the different wrappers. If like that's that. if that's what it did, but to me this is a, a new twist on an old friend, and I, I really like this Lancero a lot. I kind of yeah yeah. I, going back to the deformity, I I kind of appreciate the tamping down of the strength a little bit, or tamping down that spice a little bit. I just I mean, you know okay so like when you look at something like the Jacob's Ladder, which I appreciate. From a uh, southern, southern draw. draw, it's such a in-your-face bam cigar, and it it makes no bones it's a about Lajero it. Monster. It's like I want to do, I want to punch you in the face repeatedly, mm-hmm. and that's kind of like the the original the EMH. You know, it was it was another just strong straight yeah. out of you, out of the you gate. Got a, you got a little it. bit new of uh, nuance with that. I like the fact that it's like harmony. you know. It's kind of like singing. You get you get a bunch of singers that have great power voices, but that's all that they do, and you're kind of like, yeah, whatever. Tamp that down a little bit. Show me some class. Show me some subtlety. And I like that. And I, I, I think that's why I gravitate a little bit more to that. Uh, so it's when Axel goes into his deep voice, the where do we go? Yes. You're like, hey, doesn't they need to be all up here, Axel? <laughs> Drop it down a couple notches. That's that's the deformity for you? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Where do we go now? I'm saying, talking about rock. Might as well talk about the greatest rock singer of all time, Axl Rose. Not up for debate. It is Axl Rose. Talk to me softly. <laughs> Dude. But please don't cry. I'm sorry. Freddie Mercury. Fuck that. No, I'm talking rock, real rock, not <laughs> not that. Yeah, I, I like Freddie, but it's Axl. It's Axl. It's Axl's the greatest rock front man of all time. Let's not get into it. Let's get back to the movie. Uh, They stop at the same country. Did plan anybody? Not nowhere near the range or the stage dynamic as Axel. You didn't know if that guy was going to jump into the crowd and just start punching dudes or if he's. Dude, most concerts, five minutes into the concert, he closes up shop and says, we're not going to perform here. Yeah, I was thinking about doing that tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. Knock my mic over and just get the fuck out of here. Fuck you, you don't deserve this. You don't deserve me. And I'm wearing biker shorts like Axl Rose, so. God, no. I've got some tight white jeans on. (laughs) Don't make me stand up. Hey, I started with the headband last year, but it didn't really catch on. Nobody, nobody really liked that. Uh, and my analytics said they like Kate <laughs> Son's headband. You kind of look like Baker, man. I actually it. can't believe it. I actually can't believe it. I was going to support you through it the entire time. I still through, wear it like yeah. everywhere but the podcast. I, I, I haven't given up on it. I, I still wear it a lot. All right. Oh, 
Well, and the beer, man. I'm sorry. I know it's not the right beer for you tonight, but it's still good beer. It's it still is good, good beer. beer. It's really good. I beer. like it. Uh, man. Yeah, you catch me this on a nice, bright, sunny day, and I'm probably gonna love it. Actually, as far as uh, a strong ass IPA, a lot of the doubles have a little more weight to them, a little more heaviness. We're on a hot summer day, like you said. Yeah. Who am I? I'm still drinking the shit out. I'm like, uh, no, no, I'll still drink them. But no, but this one, it, no. it, it is kind of like a, a summer beer with just a giant hot presence. Yes. Yeah. But you know what? I'll drink the shit out of this. But any, the problem is, is that I still, I'm, I'm still hung up on that 102 or 110 no, IBU. No, but you know, we always, say, we always doubt their mm. IBUs. Because no, because I look, I looked. We're not going to be happy until someone gives us a thousand IBU. No, because I, I looked it up. Uh, the uh, Austin Beer Works Fire Eagle, which I like, uh, and I'm, I'm not an IPA guy, Fire but Eagle is that right? Fire Eagle, and I like it. It's a movie with Lou Gossett Jr., wasn't it? It's a, it's a very, Matthew. it's a. Matthew. <laughs> It's a very hoppy beer, and it's extremely hoppy as far as I'm concerned, but it only lists itself at 65 IBUs. This, I would compare it to Fire Eagle. It's very hoppy. It's not 100. It's not 110. I I'll agree with you on on, uh, on a certain point. It's it's nice and warm in here. It's kind of a cold evening, but we got it nice and warm here it's in the corner. Yeah. This would be a good one on a hot summer's day watching a Rangers game on a Sunday afternoon. Oh, uh, yeah. You'd make it to four innings. Or a Cubs game. <laughs> no, you guys play in that friggin' <laughs> ivy-covered shithole. Uh, ivy-covered shithole is a freaking cathedral, my friend. Well, these, you like it. I do. Get it at the pub. What was I drinking the other day at the pub? Uh, the F5. The F5. Who makes that? Coop. Coop. Coop Brewing out, out of Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Man, I don't like Oklahoma, but I like that beer that a lot. It's a good no, beer. They gave you two of those, and then you were getting dishwater. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It is good. That F5 is, is good stuff. How, what's that a, uh, ABV? I will look it up. It's like eight something or nine. Can Cody well, say it from memory? The, the ABV isn't actually that strong. I thought it was pretty strong. I thought it was pretty up there. It's like five or six. No, 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 no. I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong, my friend. The F5, I, it's 85 IBU. No, ABV. Oh, ABV is 7.1. Yeah. Okay. It's a good beer. But yeah. Yeah, Coop is. You need to get this up at the pub. O'Brien's Irish Pub in downtown historic Temple, Texas. Live music? Yeah. Full menu? Full menu? Get to meet Cody Lesker of the Tuesday Night Cigar Club? Yes. It's got everything you want. Get or your if you meet Cody Lesker and he's a little bit grumpy, no, you've actually met his older brother, Ryan. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, but he can call you and you'll come up there and I will meet some fans. I will. Absolutely. It's cool meeting fans. I don't know if I mentioned this earlier. I met a... F- oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, you did. I think I blew whatever cool factor I had by mentioning it twice, or even once. <laughs> cool guys don't mention that at all. Well, the boys and the girls stop at the same country gas station where Jeremy used the fake military ID to buy booze earlier. The crazy ex-GI behind the counter, he's a younger guy, he was clearly uh, recently in the now, military. 30s, mid-30s. 30s, mid-30s. Yeah. They're like, you know what? They just fess up. 
we have a really the dick has gotten so dirty at this point. They've dropped it in the dirt and the sand. It just looks terrible. No, they're they're like they're like looking at cleaning solutions and they're trying to be like you know he's like, how do you, you clean a severed he's penis? Like, what are you guys looking for? And the it? guy comes out of nowhere and is like uh, oxycodone and blah 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 blah. And they're like uh, he's like is this from your fallen brother? Because he recognized he's him. Good, the sergeant. The sergeant. He recognized him from the earlier. He's like. I've seen this before. I can clean it for you. You have? Dude, I'm sorry. The park ranger tower was such a good little sequence. This one is just as good. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, every time that you think that it's going to plateau and fizzle Dude, out. he grabs know. the dick. He holds it under the water spout on the soda fountain. Gets and slow he sticks his shots. head under there to get some Dr. Gets, Pepper. Gets a little Dr. Head. Pepper on it. The perfect amount. He's cleaning it. sugar on there. They show him with tweezers picking all oh my the, God, the it's sand all nodules close, It's off. all close-up shots. It's He ditches his entire work. You know, people are lined up to buy gases. You know, he's he's cleaning this dick for a fellow soldier, and when he's done with it, the weenie looks better than ever. I love the fact yeah. that when they open the cooler to look at it, it's the Pulp Fiction shot oh, with dude, the glowing the, cooler. The gold. They open up the cooler when he puts it in there when it's clean, and the gold shines up like <clears throat> Pulp Fiction. Like it looks better than it did attached. Now we know it was in that suitcase, <laughs> Marcellus's <laughs> dick. You know. I'll yeah, suck no. it. Oh, that was my Don Uh But when Donnie accidentally <laughs> opens his wallet to pay for the gas... I'll, I'll suck it. I'll it suck looks it. like... It looks like... He, the GI sees his high school ID in his wallet. He's what like, the hell's what that? What the hell's that? And he puts two and two together and realizes these guys conned him. The guy's not a GI. Did you he just can't pretend to be a... Military guys, stolen valor. He can't believe he expertly cleaned a civilian penis. The only penises I touch are me and my husband's. Did first. You mean I just cleaned a civilian penis? He runs, nephew. He chases them out of the convenience store. Move to fish. Goes to his jeep and grabs a bow and arrow and starts firing bow and arrows at him. One goes through the back window and spears Donnie in the I back. I mean, one after the other, dude. He's like fucking crazy horse. He's just letting loose. Dude, it's a crazy, <laughs> ridiculous scene, but I loved it. That was great. It was very well shot, very well acted, very well timed. Yes. Like everything in this movie. Uh, and I really thought that G.I. looked like Black Sheep Ben from Black Label <laughs> Training Company. I don't know why. I'm glad you guys said I, I thought he was like so ben. familiar, but he, he turned out to be no one that I'd seen before. No, he kind of had... What was the guy from Sex and the City? Uh, he looked like a young... Paul Rudd. Uh, no. No, he didn't look like Paul Rudd at no, all. No, he looked like me. a young... Uh, guy, whoever the guy was from Sex and the City that did Sarah Jessica Parker. Uh, he was in a lot of stuff. He looked like a young version of a lot of other actors, but he actually hadn't really done much that we would have seen. Uh, well, they he did race. A good job. He did a really good job. Uh, well, they race to the hospital, but it's the wrong hospital. So they race to another hospital, and the nurses there are waiting with open arms for the penis. We have the penis. You have the penis. You're just in time. Come Get on. Here. We got it. The ER doctor tells them they did real good. Career friend, which Sean warns them or tells him, "Hey, just so you know, that penis was bitten by a rattlesnake." But I expertly sucked the venom out of the penis. I and, sucked it real and good. And the doctor just looks at him like, you're a freak. <laughs> and he'll later tell him it was a, it was a, defensive, a, it was a bite. defensive bite. There was no venom in that penis. <laughs> well, just like I knew 100% that Sean gave the medevac EMTs the wrong cooler, did y'all think at this point yeah. that that penis was going to the wrong guy? Yes, totally knew it. Totally I knew didn't it. quite get it. I did. I was like, okay, 
the because fact that they, they didn't give any names, names, they didn't give any names. I was like, somebody else is getting that penis. I totally knew that. Yeah. But a good movie makes it work, and this one does. Well, waiting in the waiting room. What else you can do in a waiting room? But wait. Uh, Sean and Becky finally get their feelings out, despite the fuck king condom falling out of his wallet. Just as they're about to reveal their true feelings for each other, the doctor comes out. Not you, the the ER doctor. First of all, I, I, I gotta say, if Becky came out. That'd be Becky crazy. did such a good job in this. The actress who plays Becky, she has such a unique look to her, and she has such a believable face to her. To her, like you've got this absurd situation, but she just sells it so so fucking well. For a young actress, she gets humor. I'm, I'm stupid. She. Re- for a young actress, she gets comedy. Yeah, and, and it's just the timing. It's the subtlety of her looks. And I've I never mean, even, like, for once, she's clearly, like, Indian. Yeah, her last name is definitely... And like her brother is clearly Mexican. And they made her parents, like, I don't know what the mom was, but the dad was a white guy. I think they were talking about they were supposed to be Native American. I just think they were supposed to be, like, ethnic but not white. It just worked because the actors were so good. I never... Yeah. I never dwelled on it. If the actors were bad, I probably would have given them shit for that. But they, they're, they're just that good. Um, well, I wanted to see Blockers because of John Cena, but now I want to see it because of her. Mm-hmm. She does a good job in it as well. She plays John Cena's daughter. Speaking of like shit that can never happen, <laughs> dude, she's John Cena's natural daughter. She's, she's really cute, and that brings me to a question we're going to get to later on. Okay. Um, well... The doctor comes out and says they can see their friend now, but Sean can't stand up because Becky touched him, and he now has a boner. Oh, not only does he have a boner, he starts farting. <laughs> or it's a chair. We don't know. I, at first he blames it. No, it's a chair. But then he can't stand up, and he keeps farting. <laughs> it's so awesome. And then Sarah has that great line. She goes, do you have the farts and a boner? Donnie's like, you're farting and a Am I the only one that thought they missed a huge thing here to coin the term phoner? <laughs> no. Or a Bart? I thought the just I, it was Sarah who said it. And she goes, oh, my God, do you have the farts and a boner? <laughs> I really thought a phoner was going to be a thing here. I just thought it was it was a fun scene. It really was. He's all, I, I left something in the... <laughs> you, gotta, you guys go. You gotta, I, I left my something in the minivan. And they finally <laughs> just like, whatever. <laughs> it's just an awesome little... But dude, these guys have no problems self, you know, like like Tut with the shark thing earlier to make a joke for everybody. These guys have no problem, like dude, this is a young actor, like reading the script, like all right, so I'm gonna be farting and have a no. They, they, they continue to be good. wonderful at it. Yeah, the delivery, really everything. Love it, man. Uh, well, eventually they make their way to visit Jeremy post op. Doc, is that the right term? Post op. Post op. That's correct. And guess what? They pull the curtain back. It's not Jeremy. It is not Jeremy. It is Blake Anderson of Workaholics, the TV show. Oh, the uh, curly-haired dude? The yes. long-haired yeah. guy, Redneck Reginald. Also one of the producers. I actually know movie. that guy, but I didn't recognize him at all. Yeah. Here's where, yeah. If you haven't watched Workaholics, here's where else we've seen him before. Oh. A movie done on this very show. Yes, King Cobra. No, in, uh, yeah, King Cobra. No, in... Uh, Scout's Guide to the Zombie yeah, Apocalypse. He the He's the janitor at the very beginning. Thing. Yeah, but he is on Workaholics. It's three guys that are like in their mid twenties. Man, I don't watch his show, but I know that guy so well from that hair, and I didn't recognize him. In this. Yeah, did you get him? It or wasn't. No, it wasn't permed in this. It wasn't permed. He. It was kind of like a mullet, and it was tied back. 
Man, I didn't know yeah. it was him. He was, I good. he was good. Yeah. I didn't know. Oh, you I, like that show, Grant? Uh, I've, I haven't seen a lot of it. What I have seen is pretty funny. They're supposed to be like right out of college and, and working as telemarketers, and all they do is they live together in a rented house and just get drunk all the time. I don't like the, the, the chubby little one. Adam Devine, the one yeah. from Final Girls. And he actually, was also one of the producers of the Well, that of the actually deal. the director. All, all of them together produced that show. The director's only other like theatrical movie credit was So-and-So Needs Wedding Dates. Starring that little chubby one. Yeah. He directed he's he's Zach Efron's brother, that guy in it. Yeah, so uh, after I incorrectly credited uh, Seth Rogen, yeah, it was uh, that dude from Workaholics, Adam Devine, and Ben Stiller were the three main producers of it. Okay. Uh, I, man, I can't. Kudos to him. I thought he was good, and I did not recognize him at all. Yeah. I didn't recognize <coughs> him until you just said that. Yeah. <coughs> all right. Well, it's him behind the curtain, not. Their their buddy Jeremy, and he's credited as Redneck Reginald. He is stereotypical redneck. In the I chaos, took a little, in the took cha- a little offense to this character. <laughs> Tut's high school. <laughs> in the chaos that ensues, everybody starts losing their shit. The guy on the the hospital bed who just got the new wiener. The boys realizing their friend's wiener <laughs> looks got like a little Navajo the guy. boy's dick. When Sean tells Donnie to stop throwing a tantrum. Because Donnie loses shit. Like, you know what, blah, blah, blah. He's like, just calm down. You throw a tantrum. Donnie whips back and tells Becky about Sean texting this Chad is from her phone. It's wrong. <clears throat> yeah, it's wrong. It's wrong. They've been it's up all night. Wrong. They've been drinking. Emotions wrong. running high. Yeah, it is wrong. You don't, wrong. You don't dick your friends. A lot of indigo, friend. Caribbean rum. You don't dick your friends over No, you don't. That. We never you don't. would. Never. No. Never would. Never would. That just seemed like a, a stretch. Like, hey, calm down. Oh, yeah? You want me to calm down? Tell her, but actually, the funny thing is, is with Donnie, I can believe it coming from him. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't seem as a character to us. It like seemed, you, like you said, I didn't see the screenwriter in this performance. No, you it, still have to go back to what they're trying to make us believe, and, and thinking that all these actors are probably in their early twenties. You still have to kind of take yourself back to something that you and I have talked about before. These people are in high school. Yeah, they've been up all night drinking, and maybe it's still they're still supposed to be best friends, and you still wouldn't do it. But Donnie had kind of a moment of weakness where he he fucked up. He fucked up. Hey man, he's stressed out. He starts wigging out. The guy's like, "Dude, chill out." He's like, "Yeah, fuck you." He's wearing Sarah's underpants. Well, I will <laughs> we say wouldn't I, do it. I will say this: there was this a, guy did. There was a time in high school where me and a friend of mine we were trying to go after these two different girls, and I wanted like. Girl B, and let's call her Becky. And then uh, my friend wanted another, another girl. Let's call her Crystal. And uh, now I think Crystal's the real name yeah. because you could have just gone Becky and Sarah. Well, like it could have been. But uh, anyway, so Crystal comes up to me and she was like, "Hey, I really want you to hook me up with your friend." And by the way, why didn't you hook up with Becky? I told your friend to like hook you up and that, that she was interested. And I'm like. That motherfucker never told me that. So. You sharded and blew the whole thing. And I totally were you sharding? And I totally didn't tell my friend that Crystal wanted to. And then like fast forward like two years and we got drunk and we talked about it and he was like, oh, even God, though we man. would never have done that and because we all knew each other in high school, we never would have done that. At the same time, you still kind of forgive somebody at this point in our lives for what you may have done when you were in high school. Oh fuck yeah! Oh god. Yeah, my, my, my actual problem with this isn't looking back on this as a as a, an adult at these kids. We wouldn't have done it. It's how quickly Sean forgives him in the moment. 
Because you wouldn't have forgiven him for it. Not that hard. It's it's in, it's it's and it gets worse. Yeah. It also comes out that Donnie is the one that spread the rumor in high school that Sean wasn't over in Germany studying. He was in rehab because he was addicted to bath salts. <laughs> so he started a random rumor about his best friend for no reason. I actually would have thought that forgi- was cool. And that- he forgives him for that. So you started a rumor that I was in rehab? That's pretty cool. Dylan McKay style. <laughs> Dylan McKay style. Well, when Becky hears yeah, just down on the coast, that Sean was texting... When Becky hears that Sean was texting Chad from her phone, she can't believe what she's hearing. She grabs a stranger's cell phone in the ER and messages Chad to come pick her and Sarah up, and they're out of there. Man, I'm with you guys. Donnie, big dick move. Uh, so he and Sean and Donnie are outside the hospital just sitting there wallowing in their misery. Um, that's when he confesses to the bath salts rumor. Uh, but double dick move. But Sean forgives him. Uh, I would not have been such a forgiving teenager. Well, I think at this point you're trying to do some running time thing. You're you got you to you you seal it up. But, yeah. but, but you know what? They've also established Sean as a really gentle soul. He is. True. Yes, yeah, very yeah. true. He's not hardened alcoholic at 17 like we were. <laughs> He's been over there watching that German anal porn for six or seven months. He's been months, watching man. the DTR He's stuff. Been He's, watching DTR He's watching Dick Durham. He's pretty. He's pretty laid back. Uh, well, as they're talking, some construction workers walk into the hospital <laughs> eating with, that schnitzel with the actual penis they got out of the sewer that was supposed to be reattached to the guy who got Jeremy's wang. She flushed it down the toilet. They collected it and they're they're heading in. Are you following me, little listeners? We've got a lot of dicks going yeah. on here, so I want to make sure our, our listeners are keeping track of it. Like I said, it's They've Washington. got the construction guy's dick. He's got Jeremy's dick attached to him. A lot of eggplant flying around in the air here. Lots of eggplant. Sean and Donnie rush in and beg the guy to give it back, which he's all for once he sees the little wiener that... <laughs> it looks like a little Navajo boy's dick. <laughs> it's a little Navajo boy's dick. Uh, but the doctor explains. You know what, guys? This isn't Legos. <laughs> I love that. We, you don't just pull them on and off like I Legos. That little doctor guy. He was pretty funny. <laughs> he was. We can't just snap these things on and off. Like that was a big procedure I just did. But you know what? When they start talking about suing him, he's like, "All right." He gives him this key card to the upstairs. He's like, "Take this." His wing. I'm running out of euphemisms for dicks here. <laughs> Go upstairs. It's in a freezer. Get it. Put that on your friend. And Sean's like, this is totally unacceptable. And he punches the doctor in the nose. The guy's like, what's that for? Well, to make it look realistic, like we stole your key card. He's like, I have very sensitive nose. <laughs> I like that little dog. He yeah, was. He was. was. Good. Uh, he reminded me of the... Uh, he. Uh, I can't think of the actor's name. I never do. But uh, the guy who was like in a lot of the uh, Adam Sandler movies... Uh, he was in like the Water Boy. He played one of the Cajuns. Uh Shit, I can't remember. It's, it's one of those faces that you you're not thinking of Clint Howard, are you? I, I don't know. Oh, I don't names. think so. Okay. No. Clint Howard would have been great. The, uh, this, this guy was really good. Yeah, he, he was that, real. He looked I like a real, real sensitive nose. He, yeah. uh, the biggest thing uh, that I recognized him from, he was one of the officers, not a main character, but just one of the side officers in the uh, Stargate SG uh, 1 TV series. Yeah! Oh my god, good yeah. eye. So, it was good. Good eye. Well, suddenly the patient's girlfriend, the, the redneck who cut off his cheating penis to begin with, 
with the kitchen scissors. She shows up. I love you, baby. I'm so sorry. It was the drugs. It's the drugs. <laughs> I love you, baby. But then all hell breaks loose, and she grabs scissors and cuts it off again. You don't deserve a cock. You don't deserve the cheating cock. And she tries to flush it down the toilet, but she dunks Donnie's head in the toilet, and he grabs it with his mouth and pulls it out like a bobbing for apples. <laughs> Beautiful. What is it? And dude, there's a great... Uh, POV from inside the oh, toilet. Yeah. He's trying to it's get got a little dick. Sin City action. <laughs> <laughs> Sin City action with the turret uh, They quickly, uh, Sean and Donnie, stick it in one of those ice-filled drinking glasses they give you in the hospital for surgery. He puts it in a bag. They puts it in a bag. He's like, grab it up like some dog poop. So they grab a baggie and they put it in there, get it on ice. Amid the insanity. She's still running around with those scissors. He's like, I love you, babe. It's crazy. She's like, I know. That's why I did this. That's why I did this. <laughs> and they get the hell out of there. Oh, man. What a... Dude, every little sequence works Like I movie. said, every time where I think that they've, they've, they've peaked and that it's just going to flat and plateau from here on out, they fucking raise it up again. I agree. I agree. That doesn't happen a lot, boys. That doesn't happen a lot. All right, everybody's getting the uh, last third. Yax, you cashed? I cashed. I was at that Doctor, point. Doctor, you cashed? Cashed out. Me and Tutter hanging on to every last little uh, bit we can get. Uh, price point. I'll go eleven fifty. Eleven fifty. Eleven fifty. I don't know. This seems no doctor next. You know, just because the other one was ten. Dude, I'm not doing a prices right thing on you. They're b- they're both quick, quick burning smokes. For yeah, some reason, hard. I do feel that one may have been a little more. I'm gonna go with you. I'm gonna go with 11.50. Would you say 11.50? Tie. We yeah. never had that before. Two same guesses. What are you? Doing? I don't know. It's an exclusive. It is. You can only get them at Stogie's World Class Cigars in Houston, Texas. I'm gonna say this is like a 13 or 14. Is that because how much you enjoyed it, or? I'll look. Yes, I enjoy, I did enjoy it, but I mean, once again, I would think this might be your favorite Neanderthal blend because of the, you know, a little bit less on the power, a little bit more on the it was the creaminess. I, I really did like it. I mean, yeah, that one's kind of weak. Towards the end, I did pick up. I started to get a little cream, coffee mate cream. I don't know about that, but there was a definite. Creamy on that on the but you got some earthiness and the mineral the earthiness and the mineral that that was sort of the, the what the, dominated the it through and like I said it had that I mean even just mellow a it mellow, was mellow yes. a mellow Neanderthal but yeah, I, I, mean, I mean I think because it was an an exclusive for Stogies I mean. I think they would they they would probably be up there in that thirteen or fourteen range. Okay. Uh, actual price, right around when I looked where I bought it, uh, I there was tax and shipping, so I then I went back and looked at, around ten bucks. Hmm. Wow. Jeez, man. Because you know it, it, when we grade it on the worksheet, it's price slash value. So you try to guess what's the price and then what's the value. Yeah. For ten bucks, man. I gotta say, I like the the first one more. I like the potency of that Neanderthal, and I'm kind of like Yaks normally with my taste. I like them a little bit milder, but you like that first one. That, that's a for that that Lancero that we just had for ten bucks. To me, that's a damn good value. 
Would you agree as far as just value? That's damn Correct. good value. Yes. I would suggest if you want to try it, get them when they release them, they announce it, because they're gone now. You can't. They're for the year or whenever the Romacraft restocks the, the, they get a shipment, they sell out quick, but they'll get more. But they they sell out quick. And um, I will say this: instead of having this with like a beer or a scotch or a bourbon or whatever, nah, throw a cup of coffee on this thing. With coffee, mate. Oh well, I'm not sure with coffee, mate, because I drink everything black because I'm a man. Uh, a nice Ethiopian. A man who sharts. A nice hey. Ethiopian drip. Remember the realist coffee drinker, Winston Wolf. How you take it, Mr. Wolf? Lots of cream, lots of sugar. <laughs> that is true. I actually that don't do true. sugar. I, I do. I do enjoy cream in my in my coffee. Um, always have. Always will. Oh, Throw that know. on a drip coffee, and that shit's good. Oh, God. A Neanderthal morning cigar. Who would have thunk it? At Lancero, yeah. Okay. Um, Ten bucks, man. Yeah. Get him when you can. I've enjoyed revisiting the Neanderthal in different forms tonight. I'm not sure if I've ever... I'm not sure I've ever had the H-Town. I'm pretty sure you haven't, because when I reviewed it for the site, I remember you saying you had never... Yeah. I actually had never had it either. I, I went to H-Town. Yeah, I remember I you, went to yeah. Stogie's in Houston uh, not last year, in 2017, for my birthday. Uh, yeah, I remember that. The family took me there, and that was the one thing I was I was going to... On my wish list to scoop up, they were out. Uh, we had a good uh, friend, Jeremy, uh, who works there. <laughs> Jeremy. And I had talked to him on uh, the Cats page. He knew I was coming knew what I was looking for and he actually gifted me one and that's the one I reviewed on the site and then when they came up when I heard they were in stock I scooped them up so uh, yeah it's definitely well worth it well worth yeah, it yeah it's good smoke very um, good smoke well done Skip well done um, as they exit the ER Chad immediately remember dickhead boyfriend Chad he shows up to pick up the girls in his monster jeep his lime uh, green jeep of course he drives Such a souped a up with his new with his new vape. Of course he no he didn't wait for it to buy him a new vape. He got his new vape. Here my feelings, dog. And of course he drives up in a souped up monster jeep, the telltale sign of all fucking douchebags or micro penises. Uh, at Donnie's jeep, you want a jeep? <laughs> I'm not against jeeps. I'm against douchebags driving ridicul- a giant ridiculous. lime green one driven by a Justin Bieber wannabe. <laughs> That sums up Chad perfectly. <laughs> if you need to add a kit to anything you drive, you have a micro penis. All right, Yax? Yes. I'm going to disagree because of my redneck upbringing. You add a kit to everything. You drive a mom van. Mom van. But if I had that's a kit, why I respect I would, you. If I had a kit, I would put it on the mom. Dude, it wasn't even lime green. It's fluorescent. Oh, green. it's it's, it's ugly. horrible. It's ugly. Oh god, you can barely see it with the vape smoke coming out of this thing. <laughs> this guy's holding that vape like Bob Dole's pencil. I mean, he's just that reference is going to go over every millennial's head, as it should. As it but should. here, I'll do it for you. <laughs> Bob Dole. I'm Bob Dole. I got my vape pen. Is Bob Dole vaping? He's dead. He's no, he's still alive. Is I he think. still alive? Yes. Oh no, he came to a funeral recently. Let us out here, Bill. We'll go tear those aliens a new corn chip. Yeah, he had people like helping him up. Yeah, the how's stand he still alive? 
Good How is he still alive? <laughs> How is he still alive? That's, probably, that's a good question. It, How is he still alive? He's probably so, looking at us. Now Bob Dole. They still alive. Bob Dole do do understand how they're alive. Bob Dole understand how those drunks are alive. Bob Dole vapes. <laughs> now Bob Dole read from the Necronomicon. <laughs> At Donnie's, ur- at Donnie's urging, Sean, she's about to go off with Chad, Sean confesses his feelings for Becky, sort of. He's still very awkward. But it's enough for her to realize that he's a real human being who likes her, so as good. opposed to this douchebag Chad in the Jeep. And the gang is now off to get Jeremy his dick back. After that is, the well, nervous... Because, well, well, dude, it took a lot for Sean to do all this. He grabs the he, ice cup. He he's, he's having a coughing fit. He takes he's just, a sip. This guy With can't win. With the dick win. in it, he grabs the ice cup and takes a few sips. She's like, you know there's a dick in that. No, no, no. We, we bagged it up like dog poop. He just keeps and she's all, that's still pretty gross. He just keeps <laughs> drinking that water. Uh, there's so much gross penis-based humor in this movie. I loved it. I didn't even mention when they were going to the ER, the penis was sliding across the floor like in these close-ups. No! And we saw this just... Dude, this dick has been through so much at this point. I loved it. In my medical opinion, though, I don't know if it would be able to be reattached at that point. Maybe not viable? Well, my it, it was, God, it, that penis has been through so it, much. It was attached, so it did get a... That's right. They do vi- talk about that. He's like, if there's no blood pumping through it, it's like it was on Redneck Reginald for a little while. It got That's some true. blood pumping got back in it. fresh oxygenated blood. I'm just saying, I might have nightmares knowing that a caterpillar or a millipede <laughs> or whatever that thing was, was crawling all over a my He doesn't know that Sarah puked up corn on it. You don't think they're going to tell him that at some point? Sarah puked they're on gonna it. They're going to be drinking out in the a woods a year snake. from now and be like... Dude, Sarah puked all over but your... But if it's back on and it's working... I've, 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 I've asked my surgeon friend about this, but much like oh, a lot of you my... Oh, you have a surgeon friend, too. Yeah. I, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing here. Well, because you're my general practitioner. That's all I am to you, Tut? A GP? Do you do surgeries? Well, not legally. Used to. <laughs> I, 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 go on. There's a whole thing I don't want to explain to court, so I'm just going to draw some more penises. i got three on this one. <laughs> he usually draws at least three on normal nights, so I don't know what's going on over there. Well, I just take that other worksheet away. Oh, yeah. Plus, Nato was here. And yeah, it wasn't, yeah. it was, it was i got three on this one. I'll draw a fourth. Even nice, even number. Okay. Right. Four of us, four penises. There's the Piesta Resistance right there. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a hell of a wank. One day I'll, I'm gonna. You're, the, fir- a, you're uh, the first person who's ever said that to me. One day I'm gonna take all <laughs> of our. God, one day I'm gonna take all of our notes and and, and publish them in like a coffee table book. Uh, for someone who never wants to drink coffee or eat in their house again. <laughs> it's a coffee table book for people that just want to be repulsed by poor drunk guys drawing dicks all over everything. And dude, I'll do it. I'll, dude, I'll do it like. Cigar of the year. I brought dick on here. Squirting stuff. <laughs> Take that half wheel. Take that half wheel. I may not have gotten pizza crust and cinnamon toast on this thing, but I drew a dick. Hey. Some people like our top ten list. Some people. Well, the gang realizes that Jeremy's probably checked in. They have an epi- epiphany. Yeah, did I use that word right? You did. When the 
EMT's got his wallet. He probably still had that military ID stuck in the the thing. So he's probably checked into a hospital under the military ID name of Jack Jessup. Jack Jessup. Jack Jessup. I was gonna say Jorge Gomez, my my <laughs> fake ID name. Um, by the way, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but can you uh, give me something stupid? Yeah, I can get you something stupid. Stupid. Something Wait, stupid. You, you just said it twice. No, no, that was your imagination. Yeah, can you need something stupid? I'm good right now. The only thing better would have been if the doctor's name was Peter Gozinia. <laughs> <laughs> should have been. When he gave him that badge, it should have been Peter Gozinia. Wait, what's your... Calling Dr. Oxbig... Dr. Mike Oxbig. Say it fast. <laughs> I would have done that if I was making it. Dr. Well, Mike Oxbig. This, this is one of the few movies that I'm going to admit I couldn't make better. No, yeah. It, I always try to, like, you know, if I did this movie, I would do... Well, according no, no, no. to First Assistant Makeup really according to first assistant makeup Director, Anita Handjob. <laughs> I've been saving this. Paging Anita Handjob. Anita Handjob. Anita Handjob. Anybody here Anita Handjob? <laughs> Well, when they realize that it's probably the military ID name he's under, they call hospitals and boom, they figure out where he's at and they hit the gas. They show up in slow motion, set to an angelic choir version of Oops, I Did It Again, uh, and force their way into the operating room. Literally, Sean is elbowing nurses. Dude, one of the orderlies, like, takes him (laughs) down, down. man. Like I said, we see the dick sliding across the, the floor... Uh, it, it's pure pandemonium. But Sean finally grabs the dick and bursts into the operating room just as they're about to start transitioning Jeremy. Am I allowed to say that? Well, no, they're just sewing. No, up they're, the, just, they're just sewing up the nub. And then he won't. They're soldering his nub. Yes. He's gonna be not a. All right, I don't want to get in trouble here. He'll be a penisless man. Yes. Am I allowed to say that? Yes. Okay. As they wait on the outcome of the... They finally got the right dick to the right patient. As they wait on the outcome of the surgery, Donnie and Sarah make up. They just misunderstood each other, and there there might be some hope for them. And so do Sean and Becky. In fact, Sean leans in for a kiss outside the hospital... And then Becky remembers that he had her twin brother's dick in his mouth earlier. And she she suggests wisely they wait for their first kiss. I think we've all been there, right? No. No. No one's one's been there. That's me. Ever. It's all me. Fair enough. Fair enough. Wait till he can get some, you know, a toothbrush. I I feel like that was the shark thing. I shared too much. Maybe... Just use that whole tube of crest <laughs> floss. I thought he was going to say like, like be like, like Ace Ventura in the Crying Game scene. <laughs> well, no, I thought he was going to say something like I chewed gum. <laughs> yeah, you still had my brother's dick in your mouth. Um, we cut to Sean's house. A little bit of time has elapsed, where he's packed up and ready to return to Germany. I thought he wouldn't go back to Germany, like him and Becky are together now. Like, but no, we don't. That would be the easy storytelling. That we don't do that. He is going back to Germany. Uh, once again, Donnie pumps some plumper porn into his, his parents' house's Wi-Fi just for the hell of it. 
The dad comes in the window. <laughs> Stop this! You got to change your privacy settings. I don't know how. I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but I love that. Yeah, scene. it was a good moment. Uh, Becky and Sarah show up to give them a ride to the airport, and guess what? They've got Jeremy with them in his reattached dingling. And he's in a wheelchair. I literally have no more ways to... <laughs> it's okay. Dingling's good. Dingling, ween, wang, penis, dick, cock. I've used it all tonight. Uh, hey, I mean it this time. Next movie, there will not be a mention of dicks whatsoever. You That's lie. not true at all. It's not true. Boogie Nights. If only, there was, if only there was some way we could record this so that... We would know for certain that you had made that vow. Father's Day 2, Return of the Fuck Manicus. Directed by Peter Duncan. (laughs) Duncan, my nuts in your mouth. Because remember, guys, in the wintertime, when the frost is on the pumpkin, it's time for Peter Duncan. (laughs) Uh, Well, uh, guess what? Not only is Jeremy in the minivan as he's lowered down in his wheelchair ramp, which I love that it's a throwaway line, the sister. Why don't you get out? We just have to put you back on. we got to leave. Like, <laughs> that's a stupid line. It's, it's like, funny. So it's, 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 what, it's what we would say. <laughs> God, yaks, why'd you get down? It's going to take ten minutes. We've got to get you right back on, man. <laughs> but guess what? He's got his girlfriend, Kendall Jenner's with him, and she's a real person, and she's kind of hot. She's she like a little blonde bubblehead and a little jogging suit. I thought it was Amanda uh, Bynes at first. Nah, I never Which, thought that. That would have been, cool been funny. That would have been a funny candy. Yeah. But dude, Amanda Bynes with a Z? <laughs> I, I didn't look at this chick up, but I almost swear that she's like some YouTube star somewhere. I just thought, hey, like like I knew about the cooler, like I knew about the dick attack. I knew at the end there would be a real... A real Jenner's. Kendall Jenner's. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? If it works. It's funny. It, it's, it's fine. Good. It's fine. Uh, again, uh, I saw what was coming and it didn't bother me. Uh, Becky and Sean then start making out. And Sarah makes a dick-sucking joke. She's like, hey, you want to give me a ride to soccer practice? Maybe stop by the old church. That's where she used to blow Donnie. And he's like, well, yeah. He's like, no, you just give me a ride to soccer practice. Uh, and we're done. A rap song starts playing about... They rap about, I miss my dick, I miss my dick, <laughs> and that's the end of our movie. I can't remember last time. I, can I go out here and say we all like this movie? Yes. Two eggplants up. <laughs> Four eggplants up. Wait. Five eggplants up. Wait. There's only four of us here. He thoroughly enjoyed it. <laughs> really, really entertaining flick. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's, it's fun. Uh, I'm going to say the best teen sex romp comedy yes. since American Pie. Yeah. And, and I, and I yeah. really thought, because I saw the trailer to this, and I swear I saw the trailer to this like a year ago or whenever, and I, I passed on it. I was like, yeah, whatever. I just, I'm not in the mood for this. And it, then when you were like, hey, I kind of want to think about doing this, and you shot the trailer that new trailer was it was like a new trailer and I was just like holy shit this trailer. is good they it's did really they did everything trailer. the right way all the raunchiness um, everything about it the pacing like you guys have both pointed out like you said Tut every time you think you might hit a lull they kind of come back at it again everything worked there was no lull uh, everything about the pacing the direction works and it, it still all comes down to 
the four and really the five with Jeremy too. I don't think all it would have been as strong. I thought Jeremy was the weakest link. I don't think it would have been as strong with Jeremy the whole movie long. I thought he did good for what he was brought there for. I think the Donnie Sean. Becky Sarah thing was what made it work. Brilliantly said. I, I, I I'm glad Jeremy was stuck up in the hospital. I think he was the weakest actor. The, the, of the those bunch. four are great. Everything about their delivery, everything about the believability. Even though we're long removed they from were high just school, so you kind of see likeable. that they well, are. It goes back to you know what I always said when I watched American Pie for the first time in the theater. And granted, I was I went in with some booze. To a midnight screening because I was back in the old days when I still had friends working in movie theaters. We went to movie a midnight movie showing of it, and I was, you know, getting. Hand- I made the bold statement: this is the best teenage sex comedy I've seen since Porky's. Well, it yeah. was almost oh, yeah. the same time frame. Yeah, it's this, interesting because the the time frames like it, 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 Porky's was raunchy for 1980. Yes, because you see, you actually see. Now it's 20 years later with American Pie. You see the. Dick go through the shower hole and you're like, oh my god! And then, yeah. and then the American Pie is fucking the pie, Stifler's drinking the beer with the jizz right. in it. You're absolutely right. Yeah. That was 20 years after Porky's, and this is 20 years after American Pie, give or take. And we're kind of desensitized to the raunchiness, but they do it the right way. Right. I'm going to actually go ahead and say that this is better than American Pie. I agree. Yeah, I agree. And I liked American Pie. I really did. I think this is the best American mainstream. Well acted, well executed sex, raunchy comedy since American Pie. It was so expertly crafted. The entire movie, from the actors to the directing to the editing, the timing, the flow, everything was just really, really good. Yes, yes, and yes. I can't disagree. And I remember in the summer of '99 seeing American Pie three times. But I actually couldn't... I watched this twice. I couldn't wait to see it a second time. I watched it last week, and uh, I couldn't wait to watch it again. And uh, so, there's something that I wanted to mention while we're still talking about it here on the air. Uh, This is a tough call, man. What you got? What you got? That's a tough call. If you had to choose... You can't say either or. If okay. you had to choose, Becky or Sarah? Oh, Becky, hands down. It's a tough call, man. That's what I thought initially. I'm still, I'm going Becky. Second time around, I came back more to Sarah, but I wrote the, I actually wrote this down. Sarah gave him BJ's when he sharted twice. Like he sharted once, and she gave him another one. And he sharted again. I go, I, I actually, my final call. <laughs> that's, that's my final call, man. First time I watched it was Becky, hands down. Second time I was like, man, I'd have some fucking fun with Sarah. Yeah. But I, I eventually came around to, in a close call... Make them scissor? In a close call, Becky. I go Becky's, man. I if scissoring's not an option, if you have to choose one, it, yeah. it's a close It's a close call for me. Sarah, Sarah's cute as all. You, you, you didn't see any boobies in this movie. No, no, no. boobies. You saw a lot of dick. That's, that's, you didn't the, that's dude, the, Porky's had boobs. That's the they American. both look like they had a, a nice yeah, set yes. on the fact, yes. the fact that American Pie had Shan Elizabeth's boobs. Those yes. boobs. Yes, they are. Porky's had boobs. The fact that I'm putting this in that echelon with no nudity whatsoever is pretty epic. And that's a, a no 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 and we I, got a lot we got a lot of wang. And I and I I don't think that you can downplay that enough, especially given, you know, today's environment with the Me Too movement and everything. 
No boobs, no nudity in this at all. Well, there's it more, was all there's Wang. More, it was all Wang. And I loved this movie. It was so freaking I fun. I loved all that Wang. I couldn't I get loved all that Wang. I couldn't get enough I was of the Wang. I'm flipping it up. <laughs> but just because you don't have the nudity other than the severed cock, those two are both really cute, really spunky. They both they both give great performances, and they're both kind of they are in in a different character trope. In a way, even though Becky indicates that she wants to get with Sean. She still is kind of, even if you go back to the 80s, she's supposed to be the queen of the movie. She's supposed to be the the super hottie, that the likable nerd. He's not the Ronnie McDonald Miller guy, Sean. He's a little bit cooler than that. He's been to Germany. He's not the total dork. They like him. Yeah. She, she's kind of the unattainable kind of real chick, or Sarah's maybe a tiny bit sluttier. Yeah. But, well, but she blew a guy twice when he sharded. When he sharded. She knows he gives beaches when he shards. Uh, but they're still, they're both. They, they're just, Sorry, Todd. But I think I think credit to both of the actors. Uh, you mentioned her name is Geraldine Visna Visna Wathan or Visna Nathan. Something like that. Uh, Sarah's name is Sadie Calvano. Um, both of them. Uh, I just said really spunky, really cute chicks. And I start at, at first. I start thinking about. It, I was like, man, which one? I prefer a scissor sandwich, but I eventually said Becky. But man, it's a close call. They were they were both really great chicks. You haven't answered. I gotta go Becky. Three Becky. Beckys. I'm it, going Sarah. It's a of close course. call, man. It's a close call though. The the good. If thing I ended up at the end of the night with Sarah, sorry, man. Uh, if I ended up at the end of the night with Sarah, I'm not disappointed. Of course not. The fun thing about it is, is that both of these actresses are so damn good in their delivery of their performance that. Well, I'm not just, just not just the, hey, but man. here's the thing about Sarah, not just the lines, not just the the busting Donnie's balls, the physical humor. The physical when humor she goes off that cliff, awesome. her facial expressions, the being blown back by the, being blown back yeah. by the explosion, <laughs> like she sold everything she was asked to do. Yeah. I, I now, really, granted, I, when you ask me to choose, I go back to the you know the sharding thing. She's putting up with that, then you know. <laughs> She'll, I love that. That's let, your criteria. She'll let me eat a Sonic chili cheese dog and suck eat, me off. Do stuff. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying she seems. <laughs> she get, she has very few foibles. I I I, I want to see blockers. I, I oh, re- it's good. I really am interested. And it, and it actually reminded me a lot of this movie in that uh, when I was watching the movie, I had a. Early on, when they start talking about sex and stuff, and they're clearly juniors or seniors in high school. Wait, that's when you have a boner in the morning, right? And early on, the early on. But I had a, I kind of had an epiphany. There's that word again. Am I too old for these movies? Fuck no. Well, because here's why. I, I'm. Un- for the first time, with Blockers especially, and then this, because Blockers, it's these three girls hell-bent on giving up their virginity on, on prom night. And then this one, these kids are talking so openly about sex and rebound fucks and all this, and shard, blowing guys when they're sharding. And, you know, as as, as a dad, it, I just kind of got like, you know what, this is... I know Hollywood isn't an accurate representation of anything, but like, God, man, I, 
am I too old to hear high school, like good high school? These aren't like the tramps and can't buy me love that fuck everybody like and pass. These, these, right, these are right. the good kids. Right. These are the kids that actually like have scholarships and are in the in the orchestra right. that are talking about like blown guys shit in their pants, and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I think here's I, I might be done with these movies. Like, I, no, might, here, I might I might like what? I might throw a flag like I'm out on Here here's the difference to me, but it's something we talked about. It's it's when you just go for straight comedy. This movie even What saved me was the gross stuff. Even though It always saves me. Even though they try to even though there's like a couple of moments between Becky and Sean, this movie is a raunchy romp. That's what it. That's what it is from the beginning. That's how it sells itself. Yeah. And the conversations that we had about about the high school movies recently, which I agreed with you, were when they really try to go for the teen poignancy, and that's what fails for me now because we're so far removed from it. Sad to say, we talked about the Duff. Where, the Duff. Where they tried to. And that that is the one movie where you had said to me. Because I liked Easy A with Emma Stone, but that that's about almost ten years ago now. Yeah. And in that, that tried to be more comedic, whereas The Duff, they tried to have some poignancy. And I saw another one where they really tried to have the serious moments. Um, came out a year or so ago, and it, it had that chick Haley Steinfeld, and it was called Edge of Seventeen. Mm-hmm. And I sat there watching it and thinking like. They tried to be funny, but they really tried to make the teen problem serious. And yeah, they didn't do that in Can't Buy Me Love, even with the nerds versus cools. But the, the whole thing at Edge of 17 is like, uh, I related more, even though I'm not as old as those people, I related more to her teacher, Woody Harrelson, and her mother, Kira Sedgwick, as the adults in that movie. Like, I thought, your problems are funny to me. They, they make no sense... Whereas we get to this, and this is just a straight up romp, that it, it this this you can enjoy this. It did. It takes the teen factor out of it. It's just a romp. It did, and honestly, early on when they were driving out there and talking about you know sharding and set and blowjobs and all that, I'm like, you know, I'm at my age now, watching these teenagers talk about yeah, you know, which we were all there, and I, you know. As soon as the dick started flying and the 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 physical everything, I forgot all about that, dude. I'm giving this a huge thumbs up, big time. I, yeah, I am too. Absolutely. And it's go watch the eggplant emoji movie. I could just the baggage. The baggage. The funny thing is, is that I could put myself into this movie, regardless. Uh, good God, I don't even I don't even know how many years it's been since I've been their age. But I could put myself in their characters. Let's just go with you know nine or ten. Nine or ten, and I could I could put myself in their places and relate. That's, and it was that was good writing was and that good, was great acting. Such a good and movie, man. That's what all these movies do, and that's what American Pie did. It it kind of brought us back, and there was a, but you know what? Fuck American Pie. These kids' dynamic with each other exceeded out the ass what those kids had with each other. Dude, this is the best American hardcore raunchy comedy without any nudity since Porky's. It's done. Oh, yeah. It's done right, and I, I really I want to see, especially the, the young ladies. I want to see what these people do next. I really you've earned you earned my right. And I wouldn't be surprised if Sean and Donnie do some really big things 
going forward. I mean, I know Spider-Man has a Peter... I can see them all. I know Spider-Man has a Peter Parker, but I can see Sean as Peter Parker. Yeah. Like, he's that good. He is. He's that awkward, and but still that kind of restrained. He gets acting, and he gets the the camera. And I could see the chicks playing Becky and Sarah turn into pretty sex pot actresses, <laughs> scissoring each other. <laughs> no, that was my thing where we need to wrap things up. That's, oh, my, okay. that's my that's my sign where we yeah wrap, right. Let's scissor yeah. it up. Let's scissor it up. Let's scissor it up, boys. Let's scissor it up. Wrap things up. <laughs> uh, hey, I said we're gonna do a newer movie. And we did. Tut said, I'm sick of doing this. I made you all happy. Yeah. Oddly enough, you did. And you just did another teen thing. Like Judd Nelson at Breakfast Club, walking out, punching <laughs> wait, the air. Wait, wait, wait. I did it. Don't you uh, forget about Kate. <laughs> Tut, give me... Once again, give those links. All right. So if you're on Twitter, at TNCCCast. If you're on uh, Instagram, TNCC underscore podcast. Join us on Facebook, Tuesday Night Cigar Club. Subscribe to us at YouTube, Tuesday Night Cigar Club. Also, uh, like I said, if you're going to do some shopping on Amazon, go to the TuesdayNightCigarClub.com. Scroll down, click on the Amazon link. That helps us pay some bills. If you're going to buy some cigars, go to Famous Smoke Shop. Uh, hit the promo code uh, TNCC20. If you spend $100 or more, you get $20 off. That's almost a 20% discount. Boom! That is a pretty freaking big discount. TNCC20 when you check out from uh, FamousSmoke.com. It is. Oh, and by the way, uh, if you're in the mood for a humidor, uh, check out our Daniel Marshall link because he's got a cash for clunkers deal. And he also and has, you are not going to beat these fucking humidors. Dude, he's got a new deal. Cigars for clunkers. Have you heard that? Mm-mm. Cigars send, for plumpers? You send him some, <laughs> you about send him oh. some old ass cigars you don't like. He gives you a coupon to buy some Daniel Marshall cigars. Oh, hell. He's taking up a notch. Because we've, re- we've reviewed the red. We've re- reviewed the black. I mean, come on. Dude, if you're unhappy with some cigars that... Oh, this is shit. I'm trying to think. Have we done... No, we haven't done any real shitty ones in a while. But, dude, he'll give you a coupon. You get some great Daniel Marshall cigars. Yeah, yeah. Hit it up. Uh, the point that I take away from all this is go to the TuesdayNightCigarClub.com webpage. It has it all it's got on it all there. It's got it all on there. For another Netflix uh, <laughs> movie you can watch for free on Netflix, uh, check out uh, Pump Up Myself, the latest review, What Still Remains. What Still I'd say, Remains? I'd say it's in a different vein, but we've already made enough penis <laughs> jokes tonight. And, <laughs> and actually, uh, I read your review. Uh, go to our website hit the uh, what still remains uh, review that the doctor Kate wrote and up. I got some ideas about some other stuff coming I'm gonna get back to work and I actually I watched the movie I, I it movie. wasn't even on my radar I, I totally missed it and I watched it last night well done Doug. Uh Thank you. for the latest movie reviews cigar reviews cigar podcast and possibly cigar news moving forward. Go to TuesdayNightCigarClub.com. Dot com. Dot com. Boys, it's been a pleasure. Awesome. Always is. We did what we did best. What we do best. We talk about everything. And, uh, man, under t- three hours, we blazed through uh, two Neanderthals. I think, I think the general consensus is 
Skip makes good cigars. He does. He does. Agreed. He may not like our top tw- top ten <laughs> list, but uh, damn it, you might be on it, and you'll just have to live with it. Um, but no, uh, he makes good cigars, and we all enjoyed them. Uh, the beer, God, Hop Stupid was stupid awesome. I love this. Stupidly good. Like Stupidly good. I'm feeling a little stupid myself right now. I feel a little hop stupid myself right now. Well, I've had, you know, pour more than you guys, so yeah, maybe it happens. Uh, but uh, it's fun. So we're gonna get back together here in two weeks. Bye now. Got to do shows. We're a podcast. That means we have to actually make podcasts. So we'll be back here in two weeks. Uh, thank you, boys, for joining me. I guess the only thing I have to add to this is may the wings of liberty never lose a feather. Sayonara, motherfuckers. To learn more about the time I almost had my wing lopped off in a bizarre back-alley Chinese gambling game gone horribly wrong, read my short, but not too short, short story, Almost Big Trouble in Little, but Not That Little China, by Matt A. Cade. It's all in the reflexes, folks. And in the meantime, to learn more about the cigars and libations enjoyed on tonight's episode, you can visit romacrafttobacco.com and lagunitas.com. For more on O'Brien's Irish Pub, the live music leader in Central Texas, please visit O'Brien'sTemple.com and download their free smartphone app, where you'll find full beer listings including over 40 on tap, menu information, and a calendar of upcoming live events. To listen and purchase music heard on tonight's program, check out www.fritzbeermusic.com. Thank you for listening to the Tuesday Night Cigar Club Podcast. This is Keith A. Howell saying, until next time, friends, unless we see you sooner at the pub. So keep it smoky. And for God's sake, keep it ballsy as well.